The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Every man has his techniques. And they're all different. They said you're not normal. I don't you sing R&B. I said I got no rhythm and I got no blues. I'm as happy as can be. There's no one more rock and roll than Alan Caddick. Walk on, people! Walk on! Walk on! Of course, walk on, of course, is the famous um, uh, Ken Hon, uh, Ken Hom uh, mu- uh, music and cookery show, Walk On, that it, it was cancelled after three episodes because uh, it just, no one, uh, no one wanted to walk and roll. Oh dear. Oh dear, Alan. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. It's Wednesday. It's five minutes past ten. I'm Ian Lee. She's Catherine Boyle. Hey. You're Alan Caddick of uh, um, a non-specified gender. What have you got for us tonight? I bring bad news on my mum front. Um, what is, what, what's happened to my mum? No, my mum. Oh, no! Go on. She was supposed to come home, but she's still in hospital because they've got to sort out the potassium levels. They've got to sort out the potato levels? Potassium. The potassium potato levels? Is there yep. potassium in potatoes? I'm going to say there is because they both begin with pot. Um, and I imagine there's potassium in pot. Um, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. 
to me, my dad really worried. We don't know when she's coming home. Oh, man, that sucks. The human body um, sucks, doesn't it? Well, we'll um, I'll tell you what we're going to do is we are going to um, just have... Um, uh, we need um, some cheering up tonight. Well, we're going to do some cheering up, but before we do that, I want everyone to get a bit maudlin. We're going to have 30 seconds... Shut that bloody dog up! I'm going inside. We're going to have 30 seconds of silence, right? Yeah. Not. Oh. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> Not saying yeah. No, you did it. Well, your arse said yeah. <laughs> it went... We're going to have 30 se- th- seconds of silence, right, at home. And if anyone but if anyone wants to phone up now and join us on air, we'll take the, fir- the first three callers um, who want to phone up 0344 499 1000 and join... We'll you back. Shut up! And join us on air for to share 30 seconds silence with Alan Caddick. And what we're going to do in that 30 seconds of silence, Alan is we're all going to, um, silently, because it's silence, all right, we're going to send um, good vibrations, positive energy, healing energy, prayers. good thoughts, prayers, if, if, if you're into that nonsense. We're going um, to send good, good vibrations let, 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 to your mother. And I wonder, I wonder, I just wonder, if, if all the listeners at home do it, if all the boys and girls... Do it. All the ladles and jelly spoons. Everyone who's calling in. You rack them straight up, um, Sam. You just rack. I want three callers racked straight up. We've got two already. We've got room for one more. And we are going to have on air. No, no, no. We're not. Hang on a minute. No. Sorry, Alan. I'm, I'm doing your mum a disservice. What do you mean? We're not going to have three minutes of silence. Three th- 30 seconds of silence. We're going to have three minutes of silence for your mum... On the air, right? Okay. And and it's and uh, we everyone that joins us, we've got room for a couple more people because what someone's dropped out. Everyone that joins us, we will have three minutes of silence, and we'll be sending thoughts, energy. Imagine um, Alan's mum lying in bed, not like that. Imagine her lying in a hospital bed, and um, just send out positive energy and create an image in your head of. Um, a woman being healed um, and uh, getting better. Right, we've got uh, we've only one person's called in, and I think that what that goes to show is that my listeners are the worst, yeah. most callous listeners. They don't care. Selfish. They don't care. Selfish. They're, they're, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call them out. They're bastards. Uh, we might have two. Hang on a second, Andre. Oh no. Yes. Are you gonna join yeah. us? Are you gonna join us? For three minutes silence, as we send um, good vibrations and positive energy, healing energy, we're going to send bright light um, yeah. via the astral plane to Alan Caddick's yeah. mum. Definitely, definitely, and yeah, I, I will do that. I'll, I'll do that in honour of him. Okay. And, uh, Thank you, Andre. So, Andre, oh, just okay. no, you just wait there, Andre. We'll come back to you in a minute. Um, Neil's called in. Neil. Hello, good evening, Ian. Good evening, Neil. Would you like to join us for three minutes of on-air silence to... Well, as long as it's three minutes, I really need a crap. <sighs> OK. Um, it, it, will be three, it will be three minutes, Neil. Uh, um, uh, I mean, do you want to go to the lavatory first and then come back for the silence? <laughs> No, no, I mean the crap. Not, not what you're thinking. Sorry. 
a crap. Oh, uh, I need uh, a crap. Oh, you need a you need a French pancake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm think? so sorry, mate. I thought you. That's your brave toilet humour. Come on, Ian. Oh, You're so, better than that, mate. Do you know what? I'm not better than that, Neil. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well done for calling it out, though, Neil. Yeah. There was no need. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Hashtag me too. Um, I tell you what. Let's have line seven. Go go and get line seven straight away, Sam. Because I don't I I, I don't recognise. Right, Neil. Stay there. We'll come to you in a minute. Actually, we'll get them, get them all lined up. We've got lo- we've got we've got loads of people lined up for this silence. The phones have gone absolutely berserk, Alan. Um, let's see who else we got. We got pa- Pablo. <laughs> what, what did you do then? Did you? It sounded like you had an old-fashioned phone. You had it on the edge of a table, and you you flicked it with your hand and then caught it. That's exactly what happened. You only had recorded it. Would you join us? For three minutes silence, where we send healing energy to Alan Caddick's mum. That's why I've called. Sorry? Yeah, that's what I've called for. OK, right, stay there. We'll come to you in a second. Um, Amanda's uh, in uh, up in Scotland, so this, this now becomes an international prayer for peace. Um, Amanda, will you be joining us on air for three minutes silence? Oh yes, I'm calling in for the silence. Okay, and we'll and can I ask? Everyone is is able to do their own thoughts, their own way of doing it. What will you be doing, Amanda? Will it be a prayer? Will you be imagining a sick lady with a white light on? What will you be doing? I'll be I'll be thinking of a warm beach, warm, 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 very, very, very warm. Well, hang on a second. Hang thoughts. on. Hang on. Hang on. Alan, does your does your mum like beaches? Well, she, she has gone to the Isle of Wight before. Okay, and was it warm? In summary, what? Okay, beautiful. Amanda, that works. That works. Stay there. Um, we've got Andre, we've got Neil, we've got Amanda, we've got Pablo. Um, Hannah, you're going to be, um, uh, you're joining us for the three minute silence, are you? Yes, Lady Cadonk here. Okay. Oh, thank you, Lady Cadonk. Right. And, Hello. Oh, Jesus. Right. And. How uh, are you? Oh, for God's sake. Okay, now, Lady Cadonk. Okay. So. Um, okay, right, just be quiet. Um, Mark's on the line, can he flip it, heck? Hang on a minute, Mark sounds like he's in a furnace. I hope he's all right. I hope he's not called in for the three-minute silence, let's see. Good, hey, Mark! Hello, what? Have you you called in for the three-minute silence? Yes, definitely, definitely. I'd love to take my phone. But, Holy in spirit. Okay. I'm not going to stay on phone because I don't actually think it's appropriate. But, yeah, definitely in spirit. Thank you. Right, hang on a minute. He's, he just it's hung up. He's just hung up. I, I, I didn't hear what he said. He said he's there in spirit doing the three-minute silence, but it's not appropriate with the furnace going in the background. Right, OK, fine, fair enough. Um, De- De- Dean has called in. Good evening, Dean. Hi, I'm, I'm here to do the silence for Alan Kallick's mum, but I'm not quite sure what's wrong with her. Uh, oh, that's a that's a good point. What, 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 give us, don't go into specifics, Alan, but just give us vaguely what, what's you know what's going on. Blood sugar is through the roof, and her potassium levels are very low. Her Twitter is through the roof, and she needs potatoes. So, Dean, um, will you be? How will you be um, communicating um, your thoughts to her? Will you be praying? Will it be meditate? What will you be doing for the three minutes, Dean? Well, can I drink a beer for the three minutes? Um, if he that, does it, is he, that okay? If he does it silently, then I've got no objection. Does your mum like a beer, Alan? No, she don't. Oh, does yeah. she? What does she like? A glass of wine? 
Lemonade. Hang on, let me just see if there's any potassium in beer. Hang on, yeah, oh, this could be good. This, could, if there's potassium in it, definitely banana. You haven't got banana, have you? Have you got banana beer? Could you put a banana in a beer? Uh-huh. I haven't got a banana. I've, I've got some rum though. I've got some rum. Okay, I tell you what, if you could drink, if you could drink a pint of rum for the three minutes, <laughs> uh, 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 and uh, and think of Alan's mum. Would that? <laughs> I'll drink a swig of rum. All right, good luck. All right, we'll come to you in a minute. We've got, um, we've got Kadir. Kadir, are you joining us for the three minutes? I am, yeah. I decided to turn my reputation a 180 and be respectful. Okay, fine. Um, and, and what will you be doing for the three minutes? I've got some hand sanitizer, so I'll be rubbing that as a way to get rid of the whatever's wrong. Okay, this is great. This is, we've got a full switchboard, two more calls, and then we've got a full switchboard. This is all for your mum, Alan. And, 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 you know, th- there are a lot of people who swear by the, the power of prayer and positive thought. So, um, yeah. we're going to do it, alright? Let's go to Jack. Evening, Jack. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Jack. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Jack. Where are you from? What do you do for a living? I'm from Scotland. Ian. Yes? Mum, it's me, Jack. Um, Young Jack. Young Jack. Well, hang on. Yeah. Remind me, Alan. There's a young kid who saw you in the jungle. The one that stole my mum's phone. Oh, really? Did we, have we spoken before, Jack? Yeah. Uh, remember, I stole my mum's phone. Oh, oh I remember. Phone. I do remember. You're the pho- phone thief. Have you stolen your mum's phone tonight? No. Oh, no. <laughs> That means yes. Um, uh, are you going to stay on for the three minutes, Jack? Well, yes. As soon as the three minutes is over, I'm going to have to get onto my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Does your mum know you're doing this phone call to, sa- to, to save an old lady? Oh, blame it. No. Uh, no. OK, right, Jack, stay, stay there. Right, we're going to drag this out. We're going to drag this out as long as we can for Jack. Um, and finally, Kieran is in Liverpool. Good evening, Kieran. Good evening, Ian. You... I'm just going to call in for the three-minute silence to um, consider the tumbleweed after your um, exit from the jungle and what you're going to do with your career from here onwards. Um, um, it sounds like a dig. I'm going to go a little bit further, and, and I'm going to ask the question, was that a dig? <laughs> Take it as you wish. Well, it came, well it came, hang on a minute. It came across as rude. No, I didn't think it was rude. It was just kind of... Um, Hypothetical and um, and and kind of relevant, really. You're kind of uncalled for. Oh no, hang on. So so I don't get your. I don't get. I don't get the dig. Just come out and say it, Kieran. Come out and say it. Because let, let, let's not be coy about this. Come well, out with the pop. Exactly the most successful part of your career was it? What was what? It didn't really go all that well for you, did it? What? Being in the jungle. It went very well for me. Mm, not really. Well, well, how do you know? <laughs> how do you know? Well. National publicity didn't really view it as such, did it? Well, hang, well, I, well I don't understand what 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 part of it was a failure. Oh, um, pretty much all of it. Well, no, no, go into specifics. So I'll tell you the three reasons why I did it. Sorry, Alan, we've been, we've been sidetracked by an arsehole. Oh, no. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the three reasons I did it in a minute. You tell me that you tell me three specifics that were a failure. Yourself, yourself, and yourself. Okay, Kieran, but, but, but put, put the cuteness to one side. Give me, a, give me an actual. Things. Put the cuteness to one side. Give me an actual thing that was a failure. Crying, 
being yourself yeah. and being an arsehole okay. if, um, if I'm going to come back at you with the okay. same. Well, you started uh, it, but, but, uh, but can, I, can I tell you the three reasons why I did it? And I'll highlight to you why each, each reason was a success. Oh, do tell. That'll be very interesting. Well, you've brought It'll the... Su- well, well, Kieran, you've brought the subject up, mate. I don't... Well, I... Be a first for uh, anybody saying that it was a, a successful performance. And I'm not, well, no, 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 no. You're assuming... You're assuming... Kieran, you're assuming I went in there to further my career and to... to, well, to for a performance. Well, yeah, you're assuming... Did you get paid or not? Kieran? Did you get paid or not? <laughs> Kieran, you're if a... you didn't get paid, yes. fine. If you did get paid, yes. there's no argument. No, no, no. Getting paid isn't there's a furthering. No if you got Kieran, paid. Kieran, is getting did paid. You go in and get paid. Kieran, getting paid is a doesn't. No, no, no. Getting for your career. No, no, I didn't. If you got paid, you did it for your career and for your own furtherment. No. Except it wasn't a furtherment. Well, Kieran, was it? Will, will you allow me to speak? I will. Okay. Getting paid doesn't further one's career. That is a means to an end. Yes, yeah. but if you go okay. into a career, no. you expect to get paid for it. Yeah, I got so paid. I got paid. You're marketing yourself, and therefore you yes. got paid. Yes, yeah, I got paid, but getting paid doesn't further one's career. Yeah, but you were marketing yourself, were you not? Right. You weren't doing anything else <laughs> at the moment, so it was kind of... <laughs> well, actually, I'll go and do this, and I'll go and get paid. Oh, God, Kieran. Well, actually, I was doing... I was doing this radio show, and I had to take five weeks off. That I know, yes, but you did want to... Well, you did do other things previously, though, didn't you? And, and <sighs> perhaps, you know... We won't gloss over those. Uh, we, know, let's, and, we can focus uh, on everything, but let's focus... Yeah, it was an Kieran, Kieran, you're a very rude gentleman. Yourself. I'm trying and to so have a conversation. Kieran, I'm trying to have a conversation. Kieran, Kieran, I'm trying... Kieran, I'm trying to have a conversation, and I'm being very polite in the face of your rudeness while we're trying to do a nice little cute thing. Rude. You I'm are. That, there's rudeness. I, I'm not... This ain't shouting, buddy. We're trying to do a nice little cute bit of shtick for, for a caller who's got a sick mum, and you phoned up and being rude, right? So... No, we can have a convert. Well, All I'm saying is Jesus. that I would observe three minutes silence for your own career because okay. I don't think we, it's really going anywhere. We, we've at the got, the, we've got, we've got the joke right. Um, uh, I'll have a conversation with you about this, um, but uh, you just you got to just show a little bit of manners. I'm always polite. Well, you're not. You're, you're being very, very rude in several different ways. But you're, you're doing that thing now where I can speak, which is great. Thank you. Right. So the three reasons I went in. Right. Uh, bearing in mind they'd asked me to do it four times before, and I approached them this time. The three reasons were, <clears throat> one, I needed quite a lot of money, and they paid me tens of thousands of pounds, OK? Right. Right, point number one. Thank you. Point number two was, I do this radio show, which I'm very, very proud of, and the station hasn't advertised much, so I wanted to go in front of 12 million people and say, I've got a radio show, and I did that. Maybe. No, no, no. Not maybe. I did it. Yeah, but who's really bothered at the end of the day? No, no. Kieran, 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 Kieran. Well, no. Kieran. If, if you'll yeah, do that, no, no, no. Because you've been doing it the whole me, time. You've not let me finish. A, you. You've not let me finish a point, Kieran. You, it's not. It's not a maybe. It's not a maybe. To make a very important point. No, you. No, you're not. I mean. The other thing is, Kieran, if you're talking at the same time as Ian, no one can hear you. Oh God, Kieran, you're not on the air at the moment because, <laughs> oh God, this is like um, if 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 they made um, if uh, they made Twitter into a human being, it would yeah. be Kieran. Um, right, let's try again, Kieran. You said maybe, no, maybe. I I sat in front of twelve million people and told them about my radio show. So that po- point two was a success, and point three was my kids. 
hadn't seen me, have not really seen me on TV, because the big stuff was 20 years ago, and the more recent stuff, they've not really, it's not really been appropriate sure, they for. they see you every day, don't right. they? Right. Listen carefully they to... They see you on the telly? Yes, I would, I would like, I, I wanted my children to see their dad doing something ridiculous and silly and stupid and loud on television. I Can't wanted they do, it. Uh, do that in the swimming pool with you or, or at home or elsewhere? Why does it have to be publicised by, or maybe even embarrassing uh, as a child? Not embarrassing, you Kieran. Not, like, not, not embarrassing, it? Kieran. Kieran, what about, my what kids. About your children's peers. Yeah, they, they, uh, children's when I walk, when I take my children to school. On, no, no, no. Jesus Christ. God. Do you know what? Yeah. Kieran's jealous. He's so jealous. The seething Kieran resentment is, is palpable. Kieran is jealous. This is incredible. Kieran is jealous. Wowzers. Um, Jack, I'll be with you. Jack, I'll be with you. It might be a little bit longer than we thought. Are you okay to wait? Oh, oh I didn't realise it was yours. Sorry. You stay there. I'm going to let me just deal with Kieran. He's a very rude man. And then we'll, we'll, do, we'll do this as quick as possible, I promise, okay? Okay, right. Kieran, why are you so jealous, man? No, I'm not jealous. I'm just saying. But you're listening to my radio show. You watch me on in the jungle as a father. You acting like a a, a daft person on on the television. I wouldn't be. I'd I'd be. I'd be ashamed. Okay. Well, then, then, then. But you're wrong. My kids were really proud of me, and they loved it. And and that made my day. What about the barracking that they're going to get from their peers? None of them. When I take the kids to school, they all want to come up and talk to me about eating camel's brains. In which case, it, it proves exception to the rule. Then, in which case, okay. What do you do for a living, Kieran? What do I do for a living? I work with I work with people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you haven't got per- you haven't got personal skills, Darren. Jeez, you're the rudest caller I've had. And really? I used to have a man well, called Alex phone me up, who told me he was going to train to be a dentist so he could do painful operations on my mouth. You're ruder than him. Hey, Kieran, it's been fun sparring with you, mate. Thanks for listening and thanks for watching. Yeah, good day. Take care, mate. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> I loved his radio voice, didn't you? Kieran was very, very jealous, wasn't mm. he? Kieran was a, was a very angry man. His tone strange... was very similar to that guy I was talking to on Twitter today. Um, yeah, what's his... Kieran's still there. Look, he's listening. Of course he is. He's listening. Probably. He's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. Oh, plum. What a... Re- but the thing is, he thought he was scoring points, but none, because the three reasons that, that I did, they all paid off. They all paid off. So, um, and also I've got more work. I'm turning down work now. If that's, if that's what you were judging it on, I did it, and I didn't do it to get more work, but I'm turning down work now because I've not got enough hours in the day. And Kieran, here's the thing, Kieran, here's the thing. Here's the thing that's going to get you the angriest. You're going to listen to the show Tonight, you're going to listen to the show. Tomorrow, you're going to continue listening to my show. You know why? Because you can't stop listening to it. Because it winds you up. And that makes me horny. That really does. It winds you up. And you can't stop listening to it. And we'll speak again, Green. I enjoyed that. Thank you very much. Right! Um, Alan! Yes, We've got one last... I'm sorry about that, Alan. We were hijacked! Oh, trust Kieran to make a mess of everything. Trust Kieran to balls it up, Kieran. Um, right, Simon's replaced Kieran. Uh, Simon, are you going to have a pop at me? 
No, 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 I want to be part of the three minutes. Here we go! Uh, right, so, what we're going to do, Alan, we're going to start off three minutes, and I want everyone at home listening to um, uh, send love, energy, positive vibrations, um, to pray, to do whatever they need to do, to, and think about your mum. Matt, you're joining us as well for the three minutes, are you? I am. And get Sam involved as well. And what? Get Sam involved as well. Karen? No, Sam in the phone room. Uh, Sam, will, Sam, will be, Sam will be doing it as well. Um, we've got Matt, we've got Pablo, Amanda, Neil, Andre, Jack, Dean, Kadir and Simon. And what I'll do is I will be flicking between all of these people because I can't put them all up at once. So all of you guys, you just hold on to your silences. If you're listening at home, we're going to do this in four, three, two, one... Silence for Alan's mum.
Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, Andre. No thank problem. you, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you That's to... Right. Uh, thank you, Kadir. You're welcome. That was tremendous. That was great, wasn't it? Thank you, Jack. You, you can go to bed now, mate. Thank you, Dean. Thank you very much, Wicked. Wicked. <laughs> thank, thank you, Neil. I'm not looking for the blue moon. I've been through a crap, but it's repeated on me now. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> thank you, Amanda. Bye. There we go, Tutty. Bye. And, um... Oops. Thank you, Pablo. I hope the little lady gets well soon. Thank you very much indeed. Andre, thank you, mate. Mm, I was meditating for him. Okay, right, that's... Okay, I, I hope he said meditating. Um, and thank you, Matt. I wonder if that's ever been done before. Three, I, three minutes. Oh, I don't... Oh, I just cut him off, sorry. Alan, lots of love to your mum. Let us know how she is tomorrow. Oh, well, thank you, everybody. Thank you very much indeed. That, dear listener, is the power of radio. 0344 499 is the phone number. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> Kieran, we've just worked out who you are, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was slow on the uptake. I was slow on the uptake, Kieran. I'm sorry, buddy. I should have I should have known we had radio royalty calling in. Celebrity radio, you mean? <laughs> what an absolute bell. Um, Jerry! Hello. Hello, Jerry! How are you doing? I'm very well, mate. Thank you. What have you got for us? I say big love to Alan's mum. Sorry? Big love to Alan's mum. Big love mom. to Alan's mum. Big loves to Alan's mum. There we go. And it's Kieran who's listening. listening. Kieran's listening. Kieran listens yeah. every single night. And, and, and I mean, then... okay, hold on for as long as a couple of me. Tell us for yeah. off. And then send, he'll send me emails from a made-up name, and then he'll yeah. complain to my boss that I've mentioned him. And we it doesn't toss it off. I'll be serious. This is about three in the morning. There we go. We go. We go round in circles. Um... But the thing is, if someone's trying to get work out of the sun, it's probably not the best. I've got, I've got, I've got JL for you. The best JL ever. Oh yeah, go on. Jack Lord. Jack Lord! Da, 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 da. Yeah, the camera turns and the camera zooms and he turns around. Timing's perfect. Yep. Best shot on TV. Yep, yep, yep. Best shot where he turns to the camera, he's on a balcony and he turns to the camera um, and it's just, it's a wonderful opening to television, guys. A wonderful opening. It's the best. It's the best. What you got for us, Jer? Not more, Jer. Oh. Just so phone in and say, how are, you, how are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm you got loads of work, haven't you? I've got loads of work. It's incredible. Uh, you got more work than Kieran. I've got, well, well, I know. I wouldn't listen. Have you got Panto? <laughs> you Panto? I don't think he has Panto anymore either. No, I've got, I, do you know what? I do Panto, but I'd have to take more time off this job and I wouldn't want to do that at the moment. I've got, you know, I've got, I'm here for another two years, so I'm more than happy um, to crack on. But loads of little TV bits and pieces. I'm doing, um, uh, uh, what am I doing? I've got the one show on Sunday, uh, Saturday, doing a Radio 4 show on Sunday. I've got Good, uh, Good Morning Brit. Loads of, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm turning work down, Jerry, which is unusual for me. Could but the new Mike Morris. It could be the new Mike Morris. Could be. Jerry, thanks for calling, mate. Hey, take care. Ta-ta. Let's go to Chuck Winkle in uh, America. Good evening, Chuck. Uh, hey, uh, how do you get a cow by? <laughs> well, it sounds like you've um, you, you've got something wrong with your mouth. No, I'm got afraid I'm um, the bearer of bad news today, old we're cowboy. Not, we're not at war again, are we? Even worse than that. Oh, 
Um, I don't know how to say this. Go on, say it. Just say it. But I'm guessing uh, this is the first year where your UK listeners are going to be hearing about this news. Okay, go on, mate. Right, be professional, Chuck. Come on. Okay, right. you can do this, buddy. <clears throat> Diana, Princess of Wales, has died as a result of injuries sustained in a car crash in the Pont de la Mar Road Tunnel in Paris, France. Her companion, Doldy Fired, son of a head of a fired hand, and the driver of the Mercedes Henry Paul were pronounced dead at the scene. A far passenger in the car by the car, Trevor Race Jones, was seriously injured but survived. Terrible news for all in UK. <sighs> People's Princess. Thanks, thanks for that, Chuck. I, um... Uh, let's hopefully we'll, get, hopefully we'll get to talk soon about, uh, uh, about something a bit more fun. On behalf of the Americans, I'm sorry. Thanks, Chuck. Good night. God bless. Wow. What a powerful opening to the show. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you uh, want to give us a call. So the, 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 the figures are in. And um, he's on Twitter at the moment, so that implies that it, the, the two normally tie in. The figures are in, and I can uh, say that, that uh, um, the profit that Catherine and I made uh, for our uh, Irish tour at the weekends weekend was £32. That doesn't include a few quid I gave to Thomas Walsh to get a cab or, or any of the food. £32 doesn't include the food. In fact, the pizza that we ordered, two pizzas we ordered, were about 25 So we made £32 we made. That was really... Um, we really, really um, balls up the maths on that one, didn't we? We really, really did balls up the maths there. 32 quid. Can you imagine... 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. You know the way this show works. You can call us about absolutely anything uh, you want. Um, heavy, light, fine, whatever. And unlike um, other radio shows and, and podcasters and things like that, um, if you want to come on and have a pop, you are more than welcome to. You heard me talking to Al, um, uh, Kieran. Um, yeah? You heard me talking to uh, to Kieran earlier on, and um, uh, you can come on and have a pop. Is it the same guy? I think so. I mean, he's attempting a Scouse accent, but he did sound a bit laboured, didn't let, it? Let's, let's, c- c- can you play his voice? Can, I, can we hear his voice? I want to hear... Um... Yeah, it's him. Of course it is. Right, right. OK. Let's, it explains why he was sounding a bit like one of the Beatles. And let's, um, let's, let's listen to him calling us up previously. Here we go. Andy, you, you, oh, no, that's the one I was just playing. All oh, right, all right, so go on. So here's the one from tonight. Oh, yeah, go on, go on. Um, Let's hear the one from tonight. This is funny. This guy is obsessed with me. Um, it sounds like a dig. I'm going to go a little bit further, and, and I'm going to ask the question, was that a dig? <laughs> Take it as you wish. Well, well, okay, well okay, hang on a yeah. minute. Hang on, keep that. rude. No, I didn't think it was rude. It was just kind of... Um, Hypothetical and um, and and kind of relevant, really. Kind of okay. Andy, 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 Andy,
Andy, I don't need your help. The show is not for you, mate. It doesn't work for you. That's fine. No, it is for me. No, it's, no, it's, it's not. The same and it's also the same theme, him somehow <laughs> wanting to um, suggest your career is failing. Oh, dearie me. Lovely to get a call from. Uh, can't wait to upload that one on Yeah, I've already sent it to Talk Radio. YouTube um... page again. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> what an absolute pudding. Deary me. Oh, Alex, you silly sausage. And No, 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 not silly of you. Silly of me, because I was so busy trying to do a nice thing for a guy's mum uh, and for a guy who was worried about his mum that I took my eye off the ball. And you've taught me a very, very valuable lesson. Um, I can't relax for one second. Because there will always be jealous, bitter, um, um, sad sacks who send me threatening emails and send threatening emails to my boss and send emails from made-up email addresses who threaten to report me to the police. And then when I confront them, they, they run away, uh, they send me abuse and, and promise never to contact me again. And then six months later, they contact me again. A little bit obsessive. <laughs> obsessive. Mate, this has been going on for years, dude! This has been going on for years! Alex, please, for the love of all is holy, your power... Here's the thing, right? Let me just say this now. Um, Alex and John, you are powerless over me. For a while, both of you had me on the back foot. I'm going to be honest. Both of you had me on the back foot and scared me a bit. Um, but but for, for about a year now, and certainly since the jungle, but much longer than that, you're both, you're both powerless over me. My wings are like a shield of steel. Remember when this guy told me he'd, he'd, he'd contacted the police? He gave me a crime number and everything. So I phoned up the police to check and they said, yeah, he's called, uh, he's called us, but not about that. It's about something else. So here's the thing, right? That was the moment when the scales fell from my eyes. You two guys are powerless over me, honestly. As I, as, as, as I get stronger and stronger, you, you become smaller and smaller. It's like, it's like gnats flying around. Nothing. I think the trouble with Alex is that he has so many targets, he forgets what he said to each one. Yeah. Unlucky, buddy. Listen, it was a nice effort. Thanks very much. Do us all a favour. Crawl back under your rock and never darken my door again. Ex- uh, Danny, expect a stroppy email from um, this guy tomorrow oh. saying, why has is, why is he mentioned us on his radio show? And I said your surname, buddy. 0344 499 going to go and mark his phone number. Can you mark his phone number? And can we we'll, we'll log that and put that in the the file of stalkers? And if if he calls again, we'll, we'll, we'll contact the police, Alex. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Tall Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. So thirty two pounds profit we made. Don't spend it all at once, guys. Profits profit. Profit quids in. Quids in, guys. Profits profit. Um oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hey, oh here's some sad news. Apart from we just Chuck Winkle just called in to let us know that um Princess Diana has died. <gasps> what? Yes. Uh, this is this is sad. Um where is it? I've, I've, um where have I, why have I written it down? Well, I've done this. Oh, these are these aren't today's papers. This isn't today's. Oh, paper. these are some of these are today's. Oh, papers. that was just the pile that was next to you. There we go. This this is today's. Here we go. This is today's. I think. Yeah, we. Here we go. This is sad news. This is sad news. Paul Simon's London show is a farewell. Oh, he's quitting. 
Paul Simon is billing this summer's London gig as a farewell performance. The American singer, 76, <gasps> hits High Park on July the 15th for the Homeward Bound show and is expected to add more dates here. Oh, I don't want to go and see him in High Park. Because I've been to a concert at High Park. I've been to McCartney at High Park and it was just silly. Just silly, really. It was too, it was too big. Um, the full title uh, at Barclay Car British Summertime. Huh? What, what the heck? Is Homeward Bound the Final performance. And insiders... Oh, and insiders think it could be his last UK tour. Oh, they think. Well, the final performance, that... Um, two years ago, Simon said he was... Simon said... Simon says retire. Two years ago, Simon said he was close to retiring and that showbiz doesn't hold any interest. James King, senior vice president of AEG Presents, said the star would take London through one of the most remarkable songbooks in history. Simon's first UK solo gig was in 1964 at Brentwood's Railway Hotel Folk Club. I was quite late coming to the um, Simon Paul Simon is a poet um, thing. It was a couple of years ago, and um, I bought all of the Simon a box set of the all of the Simon and Garfunkel albums, and um, they're all well. They're not all marvelous. There's some. The early ones are a little bit ropey, but they're wonderful. And then I bought a box set of the Paul Simon stuff, which I still have. This is that thing I do where I buy a box set. I've got the box set of that, the box set of Harry Nielsen, the box set of George Harrison, and I've, I've listened to like one album and. Then I, I, I see something else bright and shiny over there, which I want to grab. The newest Paul Simon I book, because I grew up with Paul Simon and Garfunkel. Did that you? was my mum and with, dad's well, thing. Oh, oh, you mean the music? They, they, yeah, wasn't not quite as old adop- as they are. They hadn't adopted you or no, something. No, gosh, right, I mean, that would be a story, wouldn't it? But yeah. no, sadly not. They couldn't agree on custody because they can barely speak to each other sometimes. Yeah. But um, no, I grew up with them and... Um, with their music but when I was getting married there was a song called uh, Father and Daughter oh, oh my goodness yes. that one did me in so yes. I had that album called Surprise and it's quite a good one yep oh, well he's good he's good and his last album was good as well you know and he does good things um, and, and he's still brilliant you know so um, uh, more more of that please um, more Paul Simon is what I'm saying. More Paul Simon would be absolutely wonderful. Um, 03444991000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, yes. Okay. If you want to give us a call, you're very, very welcome. Um, I think we might have used up all of the calls in the first 25 minutes of Maybe. the uh, of the show. Um, if people called up for the silence, I know we don't normally have a one-call rule, but as they didn't really speak, are they allowed oh, to ring did. again? Yeah, of course they're allowed okay. to. Of course they're allowed to. There you uh, go, then. Ring. I was slightly distracted because during the interval, I was watching... Um, someone sent me a, 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 a clip of um, Amir Khan's... Press conference. I, I, I can play. I, I play. It's, it's visual, but because um, because now I sort of know Amir a little bit. I mean, we had a nice chat at the um, uh, the National Television Awards. Well, I saw his watch. Flipping it. His, his watch was just um, was just ridiculously bling. Um, and I, I, I've been invited to his boxing match, which I think is in Liverpool. On, I think, April the 12th. I think that's um, 
when it is. So I'm, I'm going to go, I think I might go to that. Um, but he's, someone's just sent me the press conference and it's him sat next to his dad, who I met his dad, he's a lovely guy. And then there's someone in the middle, I can't find it now. And the it was, I guess, the guy that he's going to be fighting, the other boxer. And the, um, yeah, yeah, go on, go on, Sam, uh, Sam we'll take him. Um, and the other boxer says something, and Amir is just um, sat there. Um, where is it? Why can't I find it? Um, it was just sat there, getting more and more wound up. And um, then he stands up and throws a glass of water in his face, and it all it all kind of kicks off. And there's that noise of oh, no! <laughs> that went on. And there's um, there's Gosh. that, but I can't find it anyway. So I'm, so I'm kind of watching that. I've never been to a boxing match before, and um, I'm quite interested to see what happens and to to feel the I'm, I'm quite keen to to feel the vibe there because i bet it's exciting mm. there'll be um the, you know the, the the visceral um uh energy of two men going at it just smashing the living crap out of each other and you know however many 15,000 people however many it is cheering and and um getting excited and I, i'm i'm totally up for that i'm totally up for that i don't i don't have an ethical problem with boxing don't have an ethical problem with it i wonder whether it's different because you, you see on television and there's yeah. that level of distance there yeah i've seen fights in the street and i find them quite disturbing <laughs> Well, fights in the street are different from... from yeah, fighting in the street would be horrendous, well, of course, yeah. But, but these are trained fighters who are hurting each other more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, in, yeah, of course they are. So I'm wondering whether that's... Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't I know I'd are, like to see it. I, 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 I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. Good evening, Andre. Hi. Right, listen, I just a quick one in, yeah? Yeah. Look, now, someone referred to me... Right, this is a bit of a funny one. Yeah. As, as, as a... Like a, a a person on a bike going past, right? Yes. Shouting abuse at people, right? Not abuse, but just silly things. Yes. Like, um, I suppose you're sitting there listening and talking down the microphone and Kath is, is, is helping you and you're answering people back and stuff like this. Yes. Now, now, I don't know if you see this on this is even This is even more incoherent than um, than usual, Andre. Do you, know, do you know what I mean, though, Ian? No, I've got no idea what no, you mean. What are you, what are you talking... Start again. Start the point oh. again. There's a man right, on a bike uh, shouting abuse at people. Yeah, the abusive bi- bi- person on a bike or something. Like, oh, yeah, like, imagine I'm that person, yeah? Uh, are you on the bike? Are you on the bike or are you the pedestrian? Yeah. I'm on the bike, right. yeah? And who are you shouting abuse okay. at? at? Anyone who's swimming near me. Why are you doing that? I don't know, because it's just the abusive person on a push bike, yeah? Uh, OK, you're an abusive right, person on so a push bike. Are you wearing a helmet? Right. <laughs> Not wearing one, no. Oh, okay, gosh. He, 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 he is a helmet. Right, so, yes. Well, uh, so, Ian, I suppose you're on the end of a microphone of earphones on, aren't you? Yes. Are you talking down it and listening at the same time? Well, y- yes. And has Kath got earphones on and talking y- yes, to Yes, she has. Time? Yes, she, yes. Are you having a good time tonight? We're having a great time. I'm trying to see suppose, which one I of us is the cyclist. It, I suppose you're making a few notes there and having a good evening. Good evening, yes. 
Yes, very good. And uh, I suppose you have a good night again tomorrow night. OK, well, thanks for calling. Thank you, and see ya. Um, wow. That started at 10.52, if you want to send it off to our, our man. Um, <laughs> maybe Kieran was right. Maybe the jungle was a bad move. Um, we had Andre before the jungle. We had who? Andre, Andre. <laughs> Sorry. Andre the Giant. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, oh, don't forget, by the way, uh, we talked about going to Ireland and, and, and all of that. We went there to record a little show we do called The Rabbit Hole. It comes out every Thursday morning, a brand new episode, and you can get it by going to Acast or iTunes or your usual podcast providers. And I should also say, because we've got loads of new listeners, and I haven't really been mentioning this for ages, there's also a daily podcast of this show um, that you can get. Again, it's on iTunes. It's on your usual podcast providers. Okay, so if you go in... And you type in late night alternative Ian Lee's, it, it will it will come up. And if you subscribe to it, because this is a business that is driven by numbers. So the higher the numbers, the better we look in everyone's eyes. This is why I keep retweeting these little two minute video clips. And whenever I give Kath a time like I did just then, that's because I thought, well, the last two minutes might look good as one of those little clips. Um, but so if you if you download it, if you subscribe, if you could subscribe from multiple accounts. And here's the thing for both the rabbit hole and the uh, talk radio podcast. Um, if you do um, uh, like them and enjoy if, and if you if you do get them via iTunes, I know a lot of people are very anti uh, iTunes, but if you do get them from there, it helps our cause and it helps new people discover them. If you give us. I don't want to be presumptuous, but uh, four or five star review, guys. And if you're giving a four star, just think, why have we lost a star? If you give us a five star review and just type a, a few words, um, the, the kind of the more reviews and the more star ratings we have, the 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 way iTunes work is a strange old fish. Um, but basically, the more people might stumble across it by accident. You see, if they see podcast they've not heard of and it's got you know 300 five stars then they might they might go for it so uh, that would be really helpful if you subscribe and if you um uh, write comments and leave reviews if you use itunes if you don't if you don't have the time to do that you don't have to um but it would it would be helping us and um it would save um a puppy so another two hours of this nonsense to go. We've talked about Paul Simon. We've talked about um, uh, well, we've we've conducted a, a kind of spiritual healing seminar. Uh, we've talked about um, career choices and uh, whether I've made good or bad. I've certainly made bad in the past. Um, if you want to phone up, if you want to say something positive, negative, whatever. I think this is probably the only show in the country um, and one of a handful in the world where you can phone up and you can have a go at me and say you think I'm crap or you. You can say, you, you know, the jungle was great. You phone up whatever you want and you'll get on. Um, and we'll, you know, expect to, to have something back, but we'll, we'll have a robust discussion. Or if you just want to phone up and play silly word games, we can do that nonsense as well. 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. You'll speak to Sam. He will call you back. My name is Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative. You're listening, of course, to Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. 
The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Good evening, Simon. Good evening. Good evening, Simon. I can tell you what Andre's on about. What 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 on earth is he on about? I had absolutely no idea. Well, it was pointed out to me by another listener last night. Yes. If you go, there's a program. Uh, I've not seen it myself, but it's called Modern Toss. Oh yes, Modern Toss. Yes. If you go to YouTube and type in "drive-by abuser," yes. There's a guy uh, that drives past people on a moped, yeah. and he sounds just like Andre. Oh, OK. <laughs> so have a listen. So that's what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. But it's hilarious. Well, well, well. They're, 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 I've not seen the programme. I've, I've read um, the books, and I've seen the cartoons, but I've certainly not seen... I, didn't, I was unaware there was a programme of it. No, I didn't. I, I've never heard of it. But I, I was... I was um, Tweeted a link to um, to a clip. The, the clip I saw today was um, yes. if you if you type in type in drive by abuser, it comes up. It's about the third or fourth one down, and it's got a picture of a windmill on it. Yeah, and this guy keeps driving past on a moped, and he's just like Andre. Okay, that kind of makes sense. But it, why was he going about it in such a ridiculously roundabout way? I don't know. I think because somebody maybe said to him. Um, Something, uh, or he caught the tail end of something, maybe. And... I, think, I think he caught the tail end of um, yeah. a, uh, a can of yeah. lager. I think that's what that it may have been. Well, <laughs> but it is uncanny. It is uncanny how, how this guy sounds just like him. Okay. Nice one, Simon. Thank, Thank you, you, man. Cheers, Madis. Cheers. Ta-ta. Here we go. Bye-bye. 0344. 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. You can call in about absolutely anything you want. I should say, uh, next week we've got Tony Hendra coming on the show, a name that may mean nothing to you, but um, he was one of the um, uh, people very early on at the National Lampoon magazine, which is something I'm only just getting familiar with after seeing... The um, uh, the film on Netflix, I can never remember the title, um, uh, uh, something and something gesture, a silly and futile gesture, point, uh, pointless, stupid and pointless gesture, something like that. Um, and it's a really, really good film, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, but I knew nothing about the National Lampoon before seeing this. And it's, it's, it's quite some story. Doug Kenny, Henny? Kenny, I think his name. I can't remember his name. The guy that um, founded it, and um, uh, and so I saw that, and then I watched Drunk, Stoned, Brilliant, Stupid. No, Drunk, Stoned, Brilliant, Dead. That was it. Uh, which is a documentary about Doug Kenny 
and National Lampoon. And, um, uh, and I watched that. And it's fascinating because it's basically it was obviously the National Lampoon movies and Caddyshack and um, Animal House. But also the first tranche of Saturday Night Live performers, um, most of them were poached from Sat- uh, from uh, National Lampoon. But also, 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 because I am absolutely fascinated by Chevy Chase. And, um, uh, and Chevy kind of pops up um, in this documentary and in this film... Um, quite a lot. And uh, since the old um, Mike Reed um, interviewing Chevy Chase at the Hammersmith Odeon fiasco, I've um, remembered that I find Chevy Chase absolutely fascinating. I find him fascinating. Partly because um, he's known for being um, mm, quite tricky. Um, partly because he used to take loads and loads of drugs, um, and part, well, I mean, partly because I think he's brilliant. I, I, I love a lot of his films, but there's just something about him. There's just something about him that grabs my fancy, and I find myself um, uh, really drawn to him. But there's not that much out there. There's a, I think, did he have an autobiography? I think it was an autobiography, um, which I read and doesn't really... You know, it's kind of very, very superficial. It doesn't go into um, details much. Um, but there's very, apart from that, there's very little else about him out there. So I, I'm trying to find as many Chevy scraps as I can, and um, there's not many. So uh, this was a was a, a good find, and um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I thoroughly recommend it. So you can watch the, the, the stupid and pointless, stupid and futile gestures on Netflix, and um, the documentary is, is it's floating around. I, I watched it on Now TV because I got two months free when I bought my PlayStation 4. Imagine that. 0344 1000 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. Neil was there, and Neil's just gone. Um, I don't think it's going to be. I think Neil's going to phone him with another um, crap joke. You'll you'll see what I'm when when you're flagging it up by um, by tweeting me and uh, telling me that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I kind of get the idea. I kind of get the idea. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Neil, we sit here, we await it. With, we await it with bated breath. I was sorry. I think there was a cross line, and I was put through to Talksport. Oh, and I can just put me... only apologise. That's all right. It's it's the sister station, so it's acceptable. Okay. Well, they, yeah, they 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 they, um, they work for us, guys. They work for us. Um, what, what you got for us? <laughs> well, well, it's my birthday today. Here we go. Here we go. We're all sat here with bated breath. Happy birthday! Thank you. Thirty-three years young. Yes. Um, basically, I got some birthday money. Yeah. And uh, went into town. Yes. Uh, went into a clothes shop. Oh yes. Had a little look around, and you know, a few t-shirts, jeans. I've got one pair of jeans, so I don't need another. No, I've got about so, I've got about six pairs of jeans now, and they're all in quite good nick. Yeah, I mean, one's all you need in life, really. Well, you know, I would say two what? is two is all you need because then one one's in the wash. You can wear the other one. 
<laughs> well, anyway, yes. Mo- moving on. Moving on. Sorry, we, 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 I, don't, I don't want to ruin the gag for you. So we'll, we'll carry on. Yes. In the corner, there was a hat stand. Oh yeah. So I went, o- so I went over and I had a crep. Yes. And and the security guard come over and accosted me and I said, "What are you doing, mate?" Here it comes. I only wanted a crep. Yes. And he kicked me out. I said, "I only wanted a crep hat." And he said, don't talk about my hats like that. OK. That, he, right. <laughs> no, no, no. It sounded better when I thought about it. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> um, right, OK. Um, uh, 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 how many of these can we expect tonight, Neil? Well, I think, for the crap jokes, that's yep. about... That's all I've Well, you're got, not really... really. But, you, well, you're not... But you're, you're kind of... You're, you're fudging the pronunciation. Of crap. Well, <laughs> yeah, I suppose. OK, th- thanks, Neil. Hello? Hello? Yeah, thanks, Hello? For, co- thanks yeah. for thanks for calling. I'm saying goodbye now. I've got another joke. Oh, God, OK, go on. Two owls in a bar having a game of pool. Yes. And one pots the white by mistake. Oh. And he says, oh. to it. And the other one says, to it, to who? OK. So please, please never call me again. <laughs> OK. Thanks very much indeed. That really is... Uh... Wowzers. I mean, I struggle. Here's the thing. I struggle with um, uh, with jokes I, when people come up to me and they don't do it very often. But now I work in an office and talk radio office. Now I work in an office. Um, uh, it, 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 people will occasionally approach me and say, here's, here's a joke. And it just fills me with um, absolute dread fills me with absolute dread because I don't find jokes very funny and um it, it's also it's 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 an imposition for the person telling it's an imposition on me it's basically someone saying I have got something and at the end of this 30 60 seconds you have to laugh otherwise you're rude that's that's what the the, the setup is because you can't you can't go at the end of it go why um what, what what did either of us get out of that exchange you just you just can't so you sort of, the, the the least you can do is go <laughs> but more often than not what is expected is you going <laughs> oh nice one thanks man um anyway um those reports how how are they looking not that I've ever had to ask anybody for a report in a workplace. That's a ridiculous thing to uh, suggest. Of course it is. Um, but so I don't like it when people f- tell me jokes. And here's another thing. I, do, I don't really like stand-up comedy. I, when was the last time I went to see... When was the last time I went to see... I'm going to go and see Shappy because I like Shappy and I think she's very funny. We're going to get her on the show. I keep... Um, she sent me a copy of her book uh, yesterday, and I, I, I keep saying, you must come on the show. And I realise that for that to actually happen, I have to send her a date and say, would you like to come on the show that date? That's how it works, and, and I, I always forget that. But um, the thought of going... I, I, I'll go and see a comedian's show. Like if they're doing, like, an hour-long show, I'll go and see a comedian's show because I'm buying into into their world, into into the universe that they are creating. But going to see, um, like, an evening where it's, like, three stand-ups and then an interval and then another three stand-ups, um, I can't think the last time I did that. Certainly, 
haven't paid for that experience for maybe even 20 years. I've been in environments where that's happened, where I've been doing like a little bit of stand-up and I've you know, stuck around for a bit. But um, the thought of, of plonking down like 10, 15 quid to go and see six comics, it just... Um, I don't know. It makes it, it makes me anxious. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. I'm I'm in lead. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional, Evening, boss. the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox exactly. with rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give me a call this evening. It's quiet on the phones um, this evening, and that's fine because it means I can just get to sit here and chat absolute nonsense into the void, um, which is uh, is always a pleasurable thing to do. I imagine that most of you are out there looking at the um, super bad moon or whatever it's called, um, and um, I, I was I saw it as I was driving in. I, listen, I'm a fan of the moon. Who isn't? Who isn't a fan of the moon these days? What what idiots out there aren't? But um, as I was driving in, I thought, nah, it's um, yeah, it's, it, it's not really, it's not blowing my mind. Now I know in America uh, uh, tonight, whichever when tonight will ever be for them, I don't know. Um, that it's going to be a blood moon, so it'll look red. But the, the moon here, eh, it's a little bit. It's a little bit, not really, not really uh, doing it for me. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to um, give me a call. Uh, the papers have got it in for Nicky Knowles, haven't they? He's on the front page everywhere. They've got it in for Nicky Knowles, and uh, you know, I don't know. We've had it in for Nicky Knowles. But part of me, um, part of me feels a little bit, um, uh, a little bit, a little bit sorry for him. DIY SOS presenter Nick Knowles looks serious as he leaves LA for Britain, all dressed in black for crunch talks with his estranged wife. Um, well, it, it doesn't look serious. He just looks like he's walking down the street pulling a suitcase, and he is all in black. But it's black jeans and a black t-shirt. It's not exact. I wouldn't. I wouldn't read too much into that but seconds before that picture he may have been smiling who who knows um his mood has not lifted his mood had not lifted when he landed at heathrow to try and sort this mess out um i do uh, I, 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 I do think with all of this stuff and i'm not going to read any more of this story out loud it's none of, my, none of our business is it it's not really any of our business who you know who cares? It's the same with um, Ant from Ant and Dec and all this stuff about him and his miss. Who, who cares? I don't care. It's nothing to do with me. Just like what's going on at home with me is nothing, nothing to do with doesn't do with anyone apart from the people involved. And and you know, getting divorced and all of that stuff. It turns out it's painful and it's hideous and it's horrendous. And um, so why don't we just let these people and just get on with it and do their own thing and wish everyone, you know, wish everyone the very best that we can. It's nothing it's to do with us. It's none of our business, guys. Absolutely none of our business. 
This is a story that I kind of, um, uh, I've kind of missed. But it turns out it's been everywhere. A rogue soldier believed to be violently robbing wealthy victims may have been evading police for over a decade. He's got a name. He's only gone and got a name. The Night Watcher. Wowzers. The Night Watcher has stolen valuables worth around £10 million. Professional and well-spoken. With military calm and confidence, he is blamed for at least seven raids across the southeast of England. Imagine! Evening, Amanda! Hello, good evening. Good evening, Amanda. Hi. Um, I think it's when you were in Luton you mentioned about facial dyslexia. Yes. And um, I actually didn't know that was a thing. I mean, I I knew that I had a problem with faces, um, but I didn't know I had a label. Anyway... Yes. So, 1997, I went to pick my daughter up at creche. And um, yes. it wasn't... It was in South Africa, and they weren't so strict there as they are here. Anyway, they just used to open the door and let the kids run out. She was three then. Yes. Oh. And um, this wee girl came running up. Yes. And I was like, hi! She was like, hi! How are you? I'm good. And I took her hand, and we walked to the car. And we got in the car... Oh. And uh, she didn't sit down as normal as my daughter did. Um, she was still standing there, and I said, sit down, what are you doing, sit down. And she looked at me and she said, when's Jacqueline coming, where's Jacqueline? And I got such a fright. Oh. They had the same clothes on. You'd snatched a child. <laughs> I snatched the wrong child. Wow. Because <laughs> I have facial dyslexia, I, I recognise my children... Well, I um, didn't... but I, it, so I don't, I don't know. You know, I I know my boys, and I know them by their sight, and I know them by their hair, and I know them by the way they walk, and I know them by their smell, and all of that. But um, but uh, 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 grown ups, I would struggle with. Well, you see, they had the same hairdo, and it happened to be a wee friend. They had the same hairdo, and they yes. actually had the same shorts and t-shirt on that oh. day. So I can be slightly forgiven, but. I got such a fright, though. I couldn't get her out of the car quick enough. I oh. was like, oh, my God. Yes. <gasps> get this child out of my car, and I took her back. And... Have you ever done that thing, one of my favourite things in the world, and it's only happened to me, I'm going to say, four times in my in, in, 45 years, right, is um, uh, is getting into the wrong car yes. while there's someone in the car? No. Oh, no, you've not done that? No. I've got into... My key opened somebody else's car. Yeah. Honda Ballad. I used to drive a white Honda Ballad. Yes. And I and I got in the car and I had had an argument with my partner the night before, and he wanted to take the read the CD player out and change it to a tape recorder. This yes. Was also in the nineties, right? I got in the car, sat down, and I seen it was a tape recorder, and I went, "That sweary word yeah. has gone and changed that." Then I looked down at the floor and I realised my bag wasn't there. My key had allowed me, it wasn't a, you know, it was a proper key, it had allowed me to go into someone else's car. Well, hang on, here's the thing, right, here's the thing, and I know it's all digital and stuff now, but, um, cut, right, this is what I don't understand about keys, okay, right, how many variations can you make, right, supposing we've both got, um, like, Yale locks on our front door, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, the Yale key is, like, an inch long. How many different variations 
can they put onto an inch long mm. bit of metal to fit into the key? So there must be like dub. There must be doubles. There must be Yale keys that will open, you know, your house, but then will also open number sixty-two, the high street in Luton or something. There must yeah, be. There must be. There can't. There can't be. Um, there can't be an infinite number of key possibilities. No. And then the sa- okay, and then the same with the blip blip keys for the cars. You know where you zap the car, mm-hmm. right? They must come with it. They must be like a different. They must be. I'm trying to work this out. I've never considered how a car key unlocks a car. Right? There must be a, a, a frequency. Right? They must operate within a certain frequency. So, like low, like ooh, and then high, ooh, and within that. There can only be a finite, finite amount of frequencies. So car keys must open at least three cars. I think I got yeah. to the end of that point successfully. Mm. Mm. That, I'm not that, sure. that noise um, indicates that I didn't. But you're going to ignore it like a sensible person and move on. Can we talk about taxidermists? Of course we can. They're my favourite kind of people. OK. Well, I don't really know them, but I was... Last year I was looking into it because... I told you about my poor wee Bonnie the other night. Yes. And I'm sorry about this, Sweden. This time last year... Yes. She actually got one of her eyes taken out. Sorry? One of her eyes. Wow. How, what, what, how did that happen? Oh, she had a terrible abscess and then it formed a hole and I was treating it for about three months at the vet twice a week. And then they said, no, we'll have to take her eye out. Aye. So... She got her eye out, and it was horrendous. She had a terrible recovery period after it. Her eye, it was like a big, well, the eye socket was like a big golf ball. But anyway, she's beautiful. Yes. And she's she'll be 16 in May. I've had her all these years. And my plan was to have her stuffed when she dies. Oh, yeah. We Maltese can live till they're like 19. Yeah. But now she's only got one eye. Well, you, hang on. When they stuff them, they don't use the original eyes. Surely they do. Um, they do buttons or something, don't they? I don't know. When I looked into it, it wasn't actually last year, but I think it was the year before. Because whoever you get to do it, because you mentioned, I think about your cat, and you've got to plan it all ahead. Yes. You've got to inform them, and they want a deposit. They want something like a two thousand pound deposit. So, up hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa! This is to stuff a cat, a dog. Well, uh-huh. So it was that price was for a small dog or a cat, and my dog's smaller. Than Were you not tempted to do it yourself? Uh. <laughs> I've, stu- I've stuffed a, I've stuffed a mouse. Oh no! Oh, I've done that. I've done. I've done taxidermy no, on a mouse. I can't even put my hand in a chicken or a turkey. Oh <laughs> no! I would. I, I would love. Would you not? The, the 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 creature that you've loved almost the most in your life. Would you not like to see what's going on inside? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the weird thing, right? Um, And I think this applies to all animals. And I'm going to say it. I think it applies to humans, but I don't know, right? But when I stuffed this mouse, right, so you do a slit from its throat down to its, you know, you slit along its belly, okay, so you can take everything out. Mm -hmm. And everything, this is absolutely true, right? Everything inside... The um, mouse, like the bones and the gut and all of that, it's in a sack. There's a sack. So all of the organs are in this sack. So you can just kind of scoop the thing out. Now, if you, this is why you've got to cut really carefully, because if you cut too hard, um, then you, um, 
uh, you can cut the sack and everything goes every everything kind of pours out but it's all contained all of the organs the liver the kidney the whatnots mm. uh, maybe not the whatnots uh, they co- it's contained within a sack okay imagine what about the eyes then what did you do did you put did you leave the mouse with its eyes or did you go and buy the i think we put i, I seem to remember um because it was a mouse, you could you could use those googly eyes that children yeah, use <laughs> for their pictures. I think I, I think I, I might be wrong. I think it was googly eyes. Mm-hmm. Amanda, thank you very much for that. I just don't know. I just I just don't remember. But surely, if if I'd love to see what's inside Velvet, my cat, who is going to be nineteen, no 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 nineteen in March. I'd love to see what's inside her. Um, and you're not allowed to do it. While they're alive, you've got to wait for them to die. That's just the way it goes. Um, but you know, t- times are times are coming. You wait. When my cat dies, we're going to have a week of shows. There's going to be black armbands. Um, there's going to be. Uh, I'm I'm going to bring her in. There's going to be. Oh man, it's going to be. Um, it's going to be a really miserable week of shows for you guys. That's all I can say. You uh, uh, and stay there. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. It's electric, it's eclectic, it's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Um, it's a phone-in show unlike any other phone-in show in the world. You can listen to us on DAB Radio. You can download the Talk Radio app for free for iPhone and Android and all you know, all your phones, basically. Uh, or you can listen online at talkradio.co.uk. Um, and you can phone in about absolutely anything you want. We've talked about Paul Simon. We have talked about... Um, uh, Christ- no, we haven't talked about crystal healing. But we, we, we've talked about um, spiritual healing. We've talked about sending good vibes across the network. We've talked about stuffing cats. Um, so you can call in about literally anything you want. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Ewan, no, I, let's get this right. How how do we say your name correctly? Hello. Ah, uh, hello. Jeez. He- hello there. Good evening, caller. Good evening. Good evening, caller. What would you like to say? Um, well, I would just like to say um, I've been for a little sort of a job interview today. Okay, aren't you at college? Um, n- no, I am. I, I'm only there four days a week. Okay, fine. Okay, so you went for a little job interview. Um, well, yeah, it's, yes. well, it's sort of a job interview, but yes. it's not. But I say sort of about because it's like volunteering work, but I still oh. class it as a job interview because obviously you still have to go and do an injection. You still have to go and do work, but you're you're offering your services for free. You're volunteering. Yeah, because yes. I'm lovely and kind. Okay. So it was at the local hospital radio. Mm-hmm. And I did um, went there last year, but it's all changed and new now. So that's why I went for an injection, because it's totally up to date. And it's lovely, uh, run by different people at the moment. And I know one of the people, actually, that work, they do listen to your shows and say it's really interesting. OK, well, I would suggest you don't give this gentleman um, a, an opportunity. He's a fruitcake. Hope that helps. <laughs> Hope that helps. Thank you. Uh, so what, so what, is, what, did, what, what did you go in there for, to be a presenter? Yeah, and um, I went the there last of steel. year. Yes. I'm actually, if I'll, I could, if you wanted to, it's obviously up to you. But when I get the job, I could always tell you when I'm on it. You could always listen to me. Um, I'm not. 
I I don't know what I sound like, but I'm just going from what people have told me. They think I'm quite good, and and one of the presenters they do listen to your talk shows, and they said they used me last weekend, and they said they actually enjoyed me coming on to your shows. Oh, they enjoyed you coming on like a seventh sense. On to you, because they they rang me up the other day and said, "Was that was? Can I ask you a question?" I was like, "Yeah." They was like, "Was that your voice saying you do speaking to Ian Lee oh. on his talk radio show?" I was like, "Yes." They was like, "Well, I can tell you, he's a bit famous. You're very lucky." Well, I was so hoping you were going to keep talking. Then I've got a frog in my throat. Uh, yeah. I, I believe I've swallowed a particle of what can only be described <laughs> as dust, and um, well, it's making uh, me cough. Go on. Oh, good. And they was like, you do know he works on Loose Women, mind? I was like, no, but I'll check him out. They was like, they texted me then, he was on Loose Women. And I was watching you, I was like, oh, my God, that's Ian Lee. I, I was only speaking to him the other night. And he, I was on like, Loose Women! Yeah, I was shocked. It was, I, I felt so proud. I was like, oh, God, there's Ian Lee. I speak to him on the talk radio. The later we're not friends. You know, you know that we're not friends, don't you? No, I know that. OK, good, because some people, I think... Don't quite get that. No, you can't. You you can't be friends. This steps to a relationship. I learned this in in college. Sorry, you, I said I've learned this in college. This. What have you learned? There are steps to a relationship. Yeah, it's a friendship. You've got. You can't <clears> be friends with someone if you've never met them. Um. Yeah. Okay. Stranger danger. Yeah, we've talked about this. Stranger danger. Yes. <laughs> Mm. (laughs) Stranger Danger um, gets the same noise that a wrong answer on Family Fortunes gets. Eh, eh. Eh, eh. (sighs) But it is is nice to join people as a guest on this show, and especially you. It is a pleasure to have me on. um, Well, you're sucking up to me now, and that means I'm going to cut you off. Okay, thanks. Thanks very much indeed. Um, Evening, David. Good evening, Ian, you absolute legend. How are you, sir? I'm all right, thank you very much. I've got a croaky throat, but a cup of tea has just arrived, so that makes things all all the better. That'll see you through, my friend. That'll see you through. That'll see me through, buddy! Very quick. Ian, there's a possible of 10 million combinations to a Yale key. That's not many, is it? Not, not to say when we've got billions of people, not really, mate, no. So How many? There are about seven, 65 million people living in Britain. Yeah, so that's at least seven keys that have got the same, the, the, you know, the, the hey. same key. How, right, how do you know there are 10 million different versions of a Yale key? Different because possibilities? I after, I, after you said it, <laughs> oh, I googled it because I, I, I needed to know as well. These are, these are the questions that need answers. Let's work this out. So there's about 65 million people in, uh, in Britain. I think there's something like, have I got this right, 35 million households? Oh, I'm not sure on that. That doesn't, sound, that doesn't sound a lot, actually. 30, yeah, I'm gonna, maybe I'm 40 sure. million. Yeah. I'm not sure that every house has got a Yale key. No, exactly, exactly. So let's say 40 million households. Let's say um, 30 million, three quarters will have a Yale lock. Oh, do you reckon that high? Yeah, yeah, of course they have. Yale's the most popular. Mm. Either way, I definitely think that there's uh, more than one version of a key across the UK, mate, definitely. Um... This is, uh, yeah, this is exciting stuff. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. And, you know, um, when I was a kid, 
I used to collect keys. I was a weird kid. I used to collect keys because I wanted to go and solve mysteries and crimes and things. And I read, I read like, um, it was like a famous five book or something. And one of the kids collected loads of keys. So that if ever they had to like break into a a house or something, he would just go through his keys and one of the keys would fit. So I did that. But then you'd hear talk of a skeleton key, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, I, do, we've heard of a skeleton key. Does a skeleton yeah. key actually exist? I believe, I believe so, yeah, but it's only for certain types of door or locks, I believe. Um, but, yeah, there, there are such things as skeleton keys that open, you know, a, a numerous amount of doors, etc. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, have, have you ever had a set of keys that are in, like, your old junk drawer that you've never known yeah. where they've gone to? Or oh, God, yeah, of course. house they belong to, and you've still got them, but yeah. you don't want to throw them away. No, of course. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. I've, I've, <laughs> I've got keys... I remember it was when we moved last time, so that was only four years ago, and um, I had a Yale key that I'd had f- for for years, like before I'd even met my wife, and I didn't have a clue what it was. I've I've got a feeling it might have been the front door key to a girl I met in Edinburgh like twenty oh. years ago, right? But I I didn't know for sure. And I could never... It was only when we moved, Reece, I, I couldn't throw it away until then, just in case. Just in case. Yeah, you never know. You do, just think if you came to that door and that's the key that you needed, but you threw it away the week yeah. before. Yeah, how, exactly. How, how, hey, yeah. have you ever had um, one of those thieves come to your house? Sorry, not thieves, locksmiths, when you've locked yourself out. <laughs> Um, I, I've had to access a property before for a friend. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Okay, right, and and um, that's mysterious. And the locksmith, you're on the, you got the locksmith on the phone. He says, "I'll be there in two hours. It's a hundred and fifty quid, cash only." All right, mate. Right, I, you know, fair play. I get it. Um, and I used to get locked out quite a lot. And um, as long as the door isn't bolt locked, right? But the, the, they always kind of go, "Is it is it bolt locked?" And, I, and, and this time it wasn't. And I said, how are you going to get in? He said, oh, it's, it's, it's easy. And he, he he went up to the door and he did something and then the door was open. I was like, flipping heck. Um, and the next time I did it, I made a point of watching what he did. To, and it was a Yale lock, to pop open the Yale lock, right, and it wasn't locked. Do you know, what, do you know how they do it? Uh, credit card. They get, what they do is they get a little bit of bendy plastic, right? Yeah. And they slip it and they slide it through the, behind the Yale and they can slide it through past the lock so it goes round the lock and pops the lock out and um so the the third time i got locked out um the fella came again and he used to like you yeah i know idiot i mean this is over a period of years but (laughs) and he didn't have his bendy thing right his little bit bit of bendy plastic plastic which he didn't know i'd seen and he said have you got um and he saw i had a, a water bottle plastic you know bottle of water he said have you finished with that i said yes can i can i borrow that I said, you're not going to get in with this. He said, yeah, I am. I said, can I watch? He said, no, you're not allowed to. So he made me turn around, but I saw what he did, right? He cut the, he cut the bottle open. So, he's got, so he just used the plastic from a plastic bottle because it's nice and flexible. And yeah, he slipped yeah. it in the lock. And so since then, if I've been locked out of a door that's just a, jail lock, uh, a Yale lock and it's not bolt locked, get a plastic bottle, slip it in, open it up. Carefully, you might be incriminating yourself here, mate. I, I'm, I am not the night watcher. <laughs> but then I yeah, would say I've that. I've got to leave you with my cheesiest joke. I know you don't like Oh, for joke, God, you, now you, you make me feel you uncomfortable. You don't have to laugh. You don't have to laugh, Ian, but I think you will. Go on. 
Jesus said unto John, come forth and I shall give you eternal life. But he came third, so he got a toaster. Come on. Oh, mate, you see, it, and this is the thing, because everyone... Now we're going to end on a sour note, because everyone thinks their joke is funny. Oh, well, I think it's down to your own personal humour. Oh. Uh, I... I... I'm sorry, I've left a bit of taste in your mouth here, and I apologise. David, stick it up your bum. <laughs> Thanks for calling, mate. Take care. Ta-ta, ta-ta. 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344... Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Now Darren has tweeted me. And Darren looks like an honest guy. He's got a beard and a child. Um, he says my Yale key for my childhood house was exactly the same as the one for a friend's house down the road. What are the chances of that? We found out by chance. Led to a very funny afternoon. They changed their locks after. See, I, there's got to be. There's got to be loads of. Um, Yale keys that um, that are the same. There's got to be. Um, Paul is in Liverpool. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, Ian. How are you, sir? Hello? Yeah, I thought we'd ended this relationship. Well, we did, but I listened to uh, listened to your show tonight. Paul, I don't... Paul, Paul I, I, yeah. I, 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 honestly, no. No, thank you. OK, Ian, no problem. Thanks Take a lot. Care, mate. There we go. No, 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 no. I'm not having that. Not even that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Unless you're a former member of the BNP, and in which case, uh, nah, nah, I don't think so. <clears throat> not, e- not even for sport. I wouldn't do it even for sport, guys. Um, Quincy Jones has twenty-two girlfriends. WTF. The 84-year-old... Are they girlfriends or are they nurses? Someone should clarify this. The 84-year-old thriller producer, who has six daughters and a son, is romantically involved with a string of women around the world, and they are all aware of one another. He said, I got, twen- uh, I got 22 girlfriends. Hell yeah. Everywhere. Cape Town, <laughs> Cairo, Stockholm, Rio, Few. Don't know where Few is, but we'll look it up on Google Maps. And when we have an answer, we'll get back to you. Asked if they know about one another. He told America's GQ magazine, yeah, I don't lie. I think Quincy Jones lies. That man's not got 22 girlfriends. What a strange, strange thing for an 84-year-old man to lie about. What else did Quincy Jones do? Didn't... uh, Here we go. We can talk about ill-judged albums by artists. Didn't Frank Sinatra... Didn't he do, like, a disco album with Quincy Jones? Have I got that right... He rushes to YouTube to try and find out if there was a Quincy Jones... Quincy 
Jones, Frank Sinatra. It, 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 um, OK, this is... OK, well, let's have a listen to Mac the Knife. This is Frank Sinatra and Quincy Jones um, doing Mac the Knife. Now, I, I, it may be a decent stab at it. Let's see. Not exist if he did not exist. Hang on. And he shows them, shows them pearly white. Just a jackknife has Mac Heath beer. Well, it's not disco, but it's not good either. Way out of sight. When the shark bites. I'm sure they did, um, I'm sure they did something, um, hang on, let me try this. I Maybe I've got it, it would have been, I might have got it totally wrong. Here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go. Here we go. Just, just Frank Sinatra with with synthesizers is not um, is not a good sound, is it? Really? It's the same bass player that did the bass runs um, for Seinfeld, I think. But oh, when I'm back in her arms, she smiles, and then I am home again. L.A. is my lady. Now, I mean, it really is um, a little bit of a stinker, isn't it? It really is. I'm reminded, of course, of the the Beach Boys. I know I like the Beach Boys' 12-minute disco song, Here Comes the Night. I, I personally, it, yeah, it sticks out like a sore thumb on... Side two of the uh, uh, 1979 album "L.A.," which uh, Light album, which is a, which I think is a great album, um, but it, uh, apparently the one time the Beach Boys performed their disco song "Here Comes the Night" live in concert, they they were booed, um, and I can kind of see that. But I, I and, it, and and it happened two years after disco ended. You know, the the, the Beach Boys is that weird thing of. Um, the Beach Boys constantly trying to be hip when they didn't need to try and be hip. They were the flipping Beach Boys. They should that 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 was hip enough. Them being unhip was what made them hip. So doing a disco song was a te- seen by many as a terrible idea, but I thought it was a good record, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. There's a new Fifty Shades of Grey movie out, guys. And um, Bad news, it's the last film in the trilogy. I didn't know the second one had come out. I'd missed that. Um, and there's a double-page spread in the middle of the um, Daily Star. Sing Hosannas. It's time for the climax, because that could mean a sexual climax or the climax to a movie trilogy. It means both. As the Fifty Shades saga comes to an end next week, after three movies 
In three years, the series finishes with Fifty Shades Freed, out on February the 9th. Just in time for Valentine's Day. Based on the books by E.L. James, the story of sex-obsessed Christian Grey and his blushing lover, Anastasia Steele. I went and saw the first film. Dear God. It was... Absolutely terrible. We took an old man, when we were at another radio station, we took an old man, Dennis, who hasn't called us for a while. He may well be dead now. I'm I'm not, you know, he's 92. There's a strong chance that he's no longer with us. And if he is dead, then he owes me money. I think it's 60 quid we're up to. And we took Dennis um, along. And um, uh, the the scene where Christian Grey opens the door to his sex... um, uh, uh, dungeon, I guess. Um, Dennis went, oh, it looks just like my garage, that does. <clears throat> Although I suspect there are less cock rings in Dennis's garage. Um, the story has set, the story has set pulses racing worldwide. In this instalment, the newlyweds enjoy a blissful honeymoon across Europe. Stopping off for a romantic bonk in Paris before returning home and straight into trouble. So, what will happen to the couple as their tale of sex, love, and BDSM concludes? Nadine Ling reveals everything you need to know. Jesus, should we? Should we there's nothing else. There's nothing else in the papers. Let's let's read. Um, and there may be spoilers in this, guys. Uh, I, I don't want to ruin the movie for you. So if you're you're planning on seeing this and you don't want to know um, what happens, they have dirty sex. Um, then switch off now. Irish hunk Jamie Dornan returns as S and M enthusiast Christian Grey, while American actress Dakota Johnson is back as Anastasia Steele. After an attempt <laughs> After an attempt on Christian's life by jealous love rival Jack Hyde, what the heck? Anna has realized she can't live without him and the pair get wed. But now she must adjust her married life and her new husband's controlling nature. He's 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 a he's a um, um not a dominatrix, whatever the whatever the man version of that is. So he's controlling. You know he's controlling. He ties you up and... I, I found the first one, I'm going to be honest, a little bit rapey. I, I did find it a little bit... Jack is determined to destroy their lives after being fired from Christian's publishing firm for harassing Anna and will stop at nothing to take his revenge. Kim Bassinger is back as Elena Lincoln, the twisted Mrs. Robinson, who seduced Christian when he was 15 and introduced him to S&M. The new Mrs. Grey is shocked to learn she is pregnant. But Mr. Grey isn't too thrilled. Jamie says, as the actor, not the act, not the character, um, it's the ex- he's Irish. 
It's the exact way that you don't want your partner to respond. He feels he's no position to be a father. Because he likes tying up the mama and um, whacking her on the bottom very hard. With a with a slipper. Gets likes to slipper the baby's mother. And that would be inappropriate. Singer Rita Ora reminds Christian's sister Mia with a bigger role than in the original film with a kidnap plot line. Whoa! Ah. Other returning faces include Teen Wolf's Tyler Huchlin as Anastasia's former classmate. Te- now, uh, 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 Teen Wolf is um, uh, Jason um, Thingybob, isn't he? It's Jason Thingybob. So I'm assuming that they've remade Teen Wolf. Is that what is that what they're telling me here? I bet there's a t- there'll be a Teen Wolf um, TV series, won't there? That's what it'll be. What the hell? The actors once again employ the services... The actors once again employed the services... Oh, jog on. So you know you get actors, right, and when they're going to be surgeons, instead of just, you know, like acting, they, um, they'll they say, well, I, I, um, I spent a month uh, in scrubs with um, an actual surgeon. Or when they're going to be coppers, I spent a month um, in uniform with actual coppers. Right, listen to these idiots. The actors once again employed the services of a kink advisor who showed them, literally, the ropes. Oh, shut up. Don't be so stupid. You, you go, if you want to know, you just go and watch, like, like, 20 minutes of a porno or something, right? But Or you just go into the thing. You go, right, so I'm going to tie her up here. OK. Just... Idiots. The Red Room is back. And... The Red Room is back, and where Christian blindfolds and handcuffs Anna in one of the trademark sex scenes. Imagine if there was... You went and saw this, and there was no sex in it. And there's all this negative press, and then the director went, yeah, we really... um, We really wanted to focus on the characters in this, and we wanted this movie to be taken seriously. So we decided... um, we were going to have less, less of the sex. Uh, in fact, we, we, we met with the cast and we all agreed we're not even going to have the sex. And the sex is implied. You see them going to a bedroom, but you don't see what happens in there because we thought it'd be more important to um, to, to really get to the, the... Imagine that. Imagine the outrage from uh, 50-something women. As in the age, not in the number of women. Um, Richie, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice. Song calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on down this road. 
that never seems to end When new adventure lies just around the bend So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home Enough of that. 0344 1000 is the phone number. I'm Ian Lee. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. You can get them for our American listeners. That's the actual name of the station. It's not a genre. Well, it is a genre, but it's also the name of the station. You can listen um, in the UK on DAB or by downloading the Talk Radio app and around the world on talkradio.co.uk. 0344 1000 is the phone number. Hope you're... Um, not feeling too horny after me reading about the new Fifty Shades of Grey movie. There's plenty more where that came from. Huh? Um, let's go to Richie. Good evening, Richie. Hello. Hello, Richie. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you, mate. What you got for us? Mate, I'm a bit nervous. Tell me why. Well, first time caller. Sounds a bit 90s, I know, but... No, no, no. The, fr- the correct phrase is, and you only say this if it's true, long-time listener, first-time caller. That is true as well. Okay, say it. It is. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Doesn't it feel great saying that? And it's a weird thing, that phrase, because um, you don't get it as much now. You still get it occasionally, spontaneously, but um, for it, you're right, in the 90s and maybe the early 2000s, you'd hear that all the time, and it was a spontaneous thing. You know, it, it, was, it was. It was just people... All right, yeah, long-time listener, first-time caller. It's such a weird... I wonder, I wonder... Who was the who was the person that wrote that? I bet it's the same person that writes the football chants. You'd have to go back some years, I think, Ian. I've just been reminded of something, and I, I hate to keep talking about the jungle, but it, uh, but this just popped into my head. I w- when I was trying, because I, 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 Dennis Wise and I, the footballer, we, did, we we didn't really have a lot in common. So sometimes right. I would try and engage him and Jamie in like sports talk. Right, I would try and <laughs> I would try. Right, and so one day. I said, here's the, here's the thing that's um, always intrigued me about football. Who writes the chants? 
Right. They said, what do you mean? So, well, you know the football chants, right? He's blonde, he's quick, his name's a porno flick, Emmanuel, Emmanuel. Right, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, who, and they'd never heard that one before, and they didn't even know who it was about. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I said a footballer called Emmanuel. Um, and um, I said, who, who would write that? And then how would they then, is it just like one person that writes it and then he starts chanting it and the people next to him hear it and stuff? How, or, or, and, and they didn't understand what I was trying to ask them. You know, I think there's there's a there's a probably down the fan club I'd have to say, and you know what I mean, down those people behind right. the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I did start off with a watch early. I did start off watching the eleven o'clock show. I'm old enough to remember that. Twentieth anniversary coming up. We're gonna have a special on the, the on the uh, September I think it's September the twenty eighth it started. Um and yeah. we're gonna have all the cast of the eleven o'clock show um in the studio with me, Ricky, Sasha, Daisy, or, or, well, all the ones all the ones that agreed to come on and um yeah. uh, at the moment it, it it's me. We're not gonna to to do anything special. I don't know where any of those guys are, but um I, I will no doubt I will sit quietly in a cafe, I will drink a cup of coffee and I will, will think back to that day. But twenty years ago, man, flipping heck. I was just catching up with him. I just I'd totally forgotten that the first you didn't start. You started presenting the second season, didn't you? Is that right. Uh, well, I was. Uh, I, I was like the third. Roving, roving reporter. Well, no, I was in the studio for the first one. The, the first one was only two weeks long, six episodes, yeah. um, and it was yeah. Brendan Burns and Fred McCauley. And I was That's in it. the studio as like the third pair of hands, but I didn't have a lot to do. Right. But you. But what you did? Let's be honest. You did really me. Well, I don't know about brilliantly. The, the stuff that oh. the stuff I'm most proud of is the, the little VTs that we did out in the street. Those are the yeah. things that um, I had a creative input in. I would I would help write them, and I would improvise stuff on the spot. The stuff yeah. in the studio, I had almost nothing to do with whatsoever. I would go in, and it would all be written, and um, I, and I would just sit there and read the auto cue. So, the, but the stuff on the street is the stuff that I'm I'm really proud of. There was a, it was a few few years ago, I was chatting to my brother, and it was a case of what... Now, don't take this personally, but it was a case of what happened to Ian Lee after... Yeah. Uh, after oh, no, no, no. Hey, listen, I, I was asking the same question. I did a few <laughs> bits and pieces, but, um, you know, bearing in... Um, 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 bearing in mind that... Yeah. Um, uh, bearing in mind that I was yeah. talked about as possibly being the next Graham Norton and stuff... Um, yeah. I uh, mean, hey, yeah, exactly. It it didn't quite work out big, the way it would. Big time, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I mean, I, I don't, yeah. So obviously, found on the podcast thanks to the internet. You know, it was uh, invented purely for this this purpose, of course. And then found on the podcast. I think it was on. I think it was on Absolute, and then yeah. three counties. I think started listening to those. Couldn't believe that the local radio station had. Uh, it was so different to the one near where I live. I just thought, can't we bring Ian Lee up to tease and yes. do a bit up here? And then, I usually watch Celebrity, celebrity Getting Out of Every Year, but I'd seen the first couple, and I'd started to drop off a bit. And then my wife called me from the car on the way back from work and said, you're not going to believe who's coming on. She obviously knew I was a fan. Yeah. And uh, obviously, after a couple of other people she mentioned, she then mentioned yourself, and then I got a little bit more excited as well. But yeah, there was something that happened on that show. Because I thought you generally think you were brilliant on there, and no. I thought you held your own really well. Um, and obviously, there's a lot of co- I've been a lot of conversation on that that I've listened to. But there was one, I think it was Shappy you'd said something to. Oh, yes. That probably had an effect on me. And it was, I think something, was it Shappy when you said something about big ego, low self esteem? 
Something yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I'm constantly, sometimes at the same time. Sometimes I think, you know, I will think I'm a genius and I also think I'm a piece of shit at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So, this is why I'm a bit nervous to up because that's quite a powerful thing, but yeah. it definitely struck home with me. Did it personally. really? Isn't that interesting? It and it, it just, there was something that, that clicked at that point and I thought, if I could have put, put a name to it, how I genuinely feel in life sometimes, that was it in four words, in yeah. five words, yeah. you summed it up. Yeah. Then from from that, there was, there was more conversation that came, obviously throughout the show, and and there was something on last week about the performing side of your personality when you're on there, and you're sort of obviously aware of that, and you sort of slip into a into that. But then equally, you're probably repeating it back in your head all the time and stuff, and it was just really powerful stuff. And it just it gave me reason to sort of want to call up and uh, and share that really. Well, yeah, I mean, aren't we all complicated? Um... And confusing uh, machines, you know. It's um, I think we're all nuts, Richie, and I think the 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 insanity manifests itself in different ways for different people. But I think we're all equally as nuts, all equally as lonely, all mm-hmm. equally as lost and um, uh, faking it to the very very best of our ability. Even more so these days, I think, to some degree. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, right. Uh, you mentioned Fifty Shades there. Yes, mate. You're going to be going and seeing it. You're looking forward to it. Tell you what, right? Here's the thing: never seen the films. Yes. Never read the book. Yeah. Unfortunately, I lost my old man late last year in October. Yeah. And uh, he, he, had, he had the Fifty Shades book. Oh, uh, mucky. I know. Mucky. I know. I know. You find things out, don't you? But I found the book, the first book, and I, what are, you, are you reading this? He said, "Yeah, it's rubbish." This is when the first one was out. Yeah, it's rubbish. Read it cover to cover. Yeah, read it cover to cover. Next one came out. The second one appeared on the shelf. Isn't like the first book? Yeah, but, you know, I bought into it now, haven't I? <laughs> He's got to see it through to its conclusion. He absolutely did. Uh, to its, um, I think that might, might not be the right word, but, uh, you know, to, he certainly, I think he must have peaked in the second one. But it got to the third one, and, uh, yeah, that appeared on the shelf as well. And he, he went quiet for a couple of weeks, and then he got through them all. Never, but he never enjoyed any, any of them, of course. Didn't enjoy him at all. No, all of course he didn't. So no, you you have to go and see Fifty Shades <laughs> as a tribute to <laughs> your dad. Oh, yes. I'd be doing my dad a great favour there, wouldn't I, to his memory, yep. by going to see those films. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it? I know. I tell you what, the fourth one, just imagine. You just imagine, can't you? But yeah. I'm not blind. It, 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 it's, a, it's a terrible watch. It really, they are absolutely awful, awful <laughs> movies. Well, yeah. if it's only as bad as the books that inspire my dad to read all three, then uh, you yeah. can, you know, expectations will be confusingly high, I yeah. think. But, uh, yeah. Ah, oh, man. Um, uh, Richie, uh, listen, um, thanks for calling in, man, I, I, and, and, and do it again. Cheers. Cheers, fella. Take Thanks care. a lot. Ta-ta. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. This is Talk Radio. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> All right, cool. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Evening, John. Ready. I'll give that a 5 out of 10.
Thanks very much for calling. <clears throat> Thanks very much for calling. <clears throat> Monique Lelulier, we're back to um, we're back to Fifty Shades. Monique Lelulier, oh no, hang on. Monique Lelulier, who crafted Anastasia's sultry gold number and feathered cape for the masquerade scene in Fifty Shades Darker, created her wedding dress. She also designed wedding dresses for Reese Witherspoon and Pink Witherspoon. Um. Jamie Dornan admits he feels far from sexy in real life. Usually, if I am in any way naked, I feel awkward and exposed. And fans hoping to see him bare all will be disappointed. He has avoided full frontal nudity again with a flesh-coloured mollusy beast over his privates. We will not see Jamie Dornan's penis. That will not be happening. The honeymoon scenes were the last thing the actors shot, and that was their favourite bit. Jamie says... It was a bit of a jolly, as we had two weeks in France and I had something like eight lines. The soundtrack hosts uh, boasts a host of big names, while Jamie does a cover of Paul McCartney's Maybe I'm Amazed. Simon, can you believe it? Hello, Simon. Hi, Ian. How are you? Hello, Simon. What you got for us? Uh, just a quick call. NTAs, any news of the missing award? Oh, no, no, no. The NTA will, but I'm a celebrity who went missing. And I've had two phone calls asking if I know where it is. Um, but I, I don't think it's turned up. I think it's still, I think it's still dis- it's, disappeared. Uh, Dan, Dan Watson in The Sun is reporting it tomorrow and he's in his column. It's, he's, it's in there like you accusing Dennis Wise. It, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> in the sun, the sun tomorrow. Does it, actually, does it actually say? Yeah, it says Ian Lee's phone in. He suggests Dennis Wise has it. Oh, no! Oh, that's brilliant! I do think Dennis nicked it. The Sun Online and look at Dan Wharton's column. It's there. Hang on a minute. I'm um, I'm doing that now. Uh, Gong, gong. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. They've used the clip. Gong, gong. I'm a celebrity boss is furious after NTA gong stolen. Furious bosses have been ringing around the celebrities to find out if one of them has taken it home. Contestant of the latest series, Ian Lee, told his talk radio listeners, boom. One of the producers had called him, asking him if he had it. Um, Contestant, uh, he said, one of the celebrities has stolen the NTA. The producers rang me up the day after. My money is on Dennis Wise. (laughs) (laughs) A source told the Sun's Bizarre column, selfies with the award would be banned at next year's ceremony. Um, uh, look, look at that. They said the award was being passed around on the night of the NTAs. People were desperate to take a selfie with it, and obviously with everyone sloshed, it got lost. From next year, they'll be banned. They're that angry. The trophy has gone walkies. <laughs> the day after the National Television... This is brilliant, Simon. Thank oh, you, mate. Yeah. The day after the National Television Awards, Ian says he was told of the news by one of the show producers and now suspects former footballer Dennis Wise. He said... She said, someone's walked off, but you don't know where it is. And I'm ringing around all of them. I don't think it's you to see if they know where it was. Um, I said, no, I haven't got it. But I would say that, bearing in mind you're talking to a strawberry thief. One of the celebrities from... I'm uh, from... Uh, uh, um, oh, after watching the opening sequence of the last series... Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, I do think Dennis Wise has nicked it. I bet he has. I bet he has. Perhaps he'll respond. 
I'm going I'm to I'm going to tweet him that. Oh, that's brilliant, yeah. Simon. Thank you for for um what, for flagging yeah, that. What about um, what about Jack Maynard? He must have him having it. He he wasn't allowed. He wasn't allowed there that night for crying out loud. Out loud. Um, Let's hope it doesn't appear on eBay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Well, I, 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 I better text Dennis and tell him it was a joke. Yeah. Thank you, Simon. Hi, Cheers, mate. Hi, Ta-ta. Let's go to um, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hey, Ian. How's it going? I know Kath's not there, so... I just wondered if you fancy a quick game of rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, sure. Away you go. Remember your, your periscope? Yeah, I'm on periscope. People can see me. Yeah, go on, off you go. So it's one, two, three, go, yeah? One, two, yeah. three, go. Paper. Oh, mate, scissors. Do you want another round? Best of best of three? Yeah, go on, do it again. Go on. One, two, three. Go on, off you go. Rock. Oh, mate, I've got paper. Best of five. Oh. Best of five. One, two, three, go. Scissors. Oh, I got rock. Andrew, it's a great game. Thanks very much. Brave effort. Evening, Pablo. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Oh, he doesn't know what it Uh, yeah, I, I can't hear you. That's it. Can you not hear me? Are you on speakerphone? Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Come on. Sorry, I was. Come sorry. on, dude. Come on. Sorry, I thought I'd already pressed the button. There Obviously we go. Not. There we go. Um, go on, what you got? Uh, just a moral quandary, basically. Yep. Um, the uh, the fiance has had uh, Ofsted in uh, today, so it's been a bit of a stressful couple of days. Um, yes. So I bought her a, a luxurious salted caramel uh, chocolate cake with some sort of gold uh, kind of you know pebbling on the top. Um, but she's fallen asleep, yes. and I really fancy eating this. Yes. And she'll go to work tomorrow before. Well, I think before anybody's up, and I can replace it in time without her knowing. Um, yes, but there is a small chance that uh, she might see that it's missing from the fridge, and obviously she knows that I bought this for her. So, oh mate, I'm always like, listen. I'm, g- 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 have it, have it. Of course, you got to have it. Yeah, well, that's, that's the way I was leaning. I've already taken the shaving off the side. Yeah, take, have it. Go and have it, for go, crying out loud. I'm, I'm, if, there's, if there's stuff... I remember once um, I had the last drop of milk for a cup of coffee. Boys couldn't have breakfast the next morning. Oh, well. Oh, well, that's life. That's life, I'm afraid. You've got to learn that um, life ain't fair. And um, that's just, just the way it goes from time to time. Just the way it goes. Oh, okay, good. I'll, I'll enjoy that. Yeah. Um, another quick one. I says we were going down memory lane earlier. Yes. Um... Uh, bonsai. Do you remember Bonsai? The tree? No, 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 the uh, late-night Channel 4... There, there was uh, no late-night television show on Channel 4 called Bonsai. Oh, Bonsai. Thank you very much indeed. There we Sorry. go. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, no, just uh, very good. Obviously, the, the late uh, Bert Kwok was involved. Yes. Um, as well as every other, um, like, Japanese or Chinese actor in the British Isles at the time. Um, but yeah, it was just very good, and there just doesn't seem to be any of that kind of like post pub fare um, about these. No, days. there isn't anymore, is there? There, there. Um, yeah, there's, there's none of that kind of. Not well. I don't, I, I'm saying that I don't know because I'm working post pub fare time. I am post pub fare, and and I don't really watch TV, so um, I don't know. 
No, I mean, I, I don't really get to go to the pub these days, but uh, a little bit of uh, just random entertainment, always a bit of fun. Yeah, well, what you mean is a little bit of um, uh, European uh, nipple. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> That's what I'm, you I'm mean? You want to watch a bit of Euro trash and you want to see some European nipples? Oh, just see. Yes, that's that's what that's what you're all for. Uh, well, no, no, a bit of uh, Jean-Paul Gaultier in a, in a kilt showing me some sort of strange Spanish woman with uh, augmented bazooms. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. top yeah. titillation. That's what you need. Um, Pablo, thank you very much indeed. Um, ready for some more um, Fifty Shades uh, rudeness? It's just like a really awful movie. Rita has hinted at a spin-off. Oh, no! Featuring her character Mia. She says there could be a sequel because I get kidnapped and there's a whole thing that happens. I don't know about that. The series has proved a real money spinner for Fifty Shades author E.L. James, who is now said to be worth a whopping £110 million. Good for her. Good, wasn't, didn't it start off as um, um, fan fiction for the, vam- the vampires, the Twilight films, and then she just changed the names a bit and made a shed load of money? Um, uh, while the film is bound to do well at the box office, expect a critical mauling. The previous instalment, Fifty Shades Darker, has eight nominations at this year's Razzies, celebrating the worst of the year. Evening, John. Evening, Ian. It's, you're like a drug. I, I can't stop listening and I can't stop calling. That's what it's all about. I am, I am, uh, and, and I am giving out. But by the way, next week I will be at the, uh, primary schools giving out drugs to youngsters that have, will have the talk radio um, uh, web link on just, just to get those guys hooked as well. Oh, oh, that would. Oh, I wish I could go help you. Well, these things. So, these things. Yes. I think I know where that NTA is. Oh, go on, mate. Where is it? It's behind the gate in Gino De Campo's car park. Hey! Now I don't. Th- I don't think he was there. It's one of those things. Um, it's so. It's so funny. But but then the producer told me that it goes missing quite a lot. And once, she said last a couple of years ago, someone ended up taking it to L.A. with them, and they had to get it FedExed back. Now that sounds a little bit dodgy, Bodsky. Someone's got it hey, somewhere. It could be worse. Yeah. Did you hear about that guy who won a Grammy for uh, producing some spoken word record? And FedEx package shows up on his doorstep, and he opens it, no. and it's Justin Bieber's Grammy. No, really? Yeah, I'll find the article and I'll tweet it out to you. Wowzers! And um, by the way, can I just say I've just watched the end of the the clip that the son of used. Thank, thanks so much, um, the son who who owns us for. Um, for clipping off the bit at the end when it says talk radio. <laughs> cheeky, <laughs> cheeky buggers. You absolute cheeky, cheeky buggers. And this is why, may I just say, that we should have a strap line on all the videos saying where, what time the show is on. So this, is, this is all I'm saying. Um, there we go. Um, well, yes, you know, uh, 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 wouldn't it be nice to... Well, you, you could win. Of course, S Club 7 means nothing to an American, but you could have one of S Club 7's Brit Awards. Wait, 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 wait. S Club 7 yeah. was on a channel here called Fox Family that was owned by the Murdochs. Yeah. I used to watch S Club 7. They didn't have any pop hits, though, did they? There. 
Um, with the, blo- the blonde, Joe O'Meara, I believe you'd be referring to. Joe was my favourite yeah. as well. Yeah, she, Joe was my favourite. That's the. In fact, I remember the, the whole season where they lived on the be- in the beach house in yeah. like Malibu or something. Yeah, it was a good show. I like. I liked. Um, I, I quite. I liked S Club Seven. I thought they were right. There's now just three of them touring as I. But I guess they're touring as S Club Three. Hey. hey. Could be, could be a lot of What the hell are you doing, man? Are you masturbating that? on the phone? What is that noise? Oh, I'm sorry. I have the fan on because I was having a cigarette in the house and blowing the smoke away from my wife and the dog. Well, f- screw your wife and the dog. Not literally. Um, and, um, yeah. All right, John, listen. Thank you very much, man. Cheers. Thank you for that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. He's calling from New York City. Imagine that. Imagine that. Um, oh, I like this story, and I told Mackenzie about this. And he's right, This he is. Treasure Hunters' riches are TV shows' fake coins. Two metal detector fans... F- metal detector fans. I've, it reminds me, I've not seen the third series of The Detectorists yet. I need to, um, I need to get on it. Two metal detector fans found what they thought was a fortune in Roman gold coins and then discovered they were props in TV's The Detectorists, the only um, British show I watch, although I've not seen Series 3. Andy Sampson, 54, and pal Paul Adams, 58, were scouring a ploughed field, unaware the BBC sitcom had been filming there. Curses! Damn you, Mackenzie Crook! They were convinced the hoard was worth a quarter of a million pounds. It was only after Andy took it home to show his wife, Sam, that the penny dropped when she remembered the TV crew. The dad of two said yesterday, we were gutted. We thought we had found the Holy Grail. Well, the Holy Grail would be worth more than a quarter of a million pounds. We weren't sure of the exact value of the hoard, but we had six Emperor Nero coins and knew they were worth £26,500 each. Paul had been so thrilled, he danced a jig singing, I don't know the tune, Roman Gold, Roman Gold. Gutted. Absolutely gutted. The 54 coins were confirmed to be duds when the Ipswich pair took them to an expert... Andy said, I think we're officially the world's unluckiest metal detectorists. Our story would make a TV series of its own. Show star Mackenzie Crook, 46. He's 46? Who shot to fame in the office said the fake coins got scattered in a scene involving a tractor. He said, we collected up as many as we could find. I intended to go back to find any strays. But Paul and Andy got there first. As a detectorist myself, I was gutted that I might have contributed to their disappointment. Outrageous, Mackenzie. Enough of this sick filth. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. A star-crossed soapbox for sailor boys, oh. stable girls, ah, I'm on the end. and stripper grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
Is that call for me? Here we go. Hello, Liam. Hello, Lee. Hello Ian. You're all right. I'm all right, mate. Are you on a speakerphone? Uh, no, I'm not. My phone must be terrible. Jeez, your phone is awful, man. Is it made of paper? Really? Yeah, it sounds... It might... You sound like this. It sounds like this. Do you think it might be because it's in a case? Do you think if I take it out of the case, it might make it better? Let's try taking it out of the case and see what happens. Right. Give, give me a sec. Without the case, how does that sound? That sounds significantly better. Your case is That's, pony. It's rubbish. I've, I've just got a brand new phone, and um, I don't want to break it. I got a case off eBay, <laughs> and I feel like it's doing more damage to the phone than if it was, like, naked and bare. <laughs> well, this oh. is the thing. Never, I always have a case for a phone. That goes without saying, OK? Because, yeah. you know, it's basically a glass ornament worth a £1,000 that Quite. you're carrying around in your pocket. Man alive, when are they going... That, that, that has got to be. The, um, the, the Apple must make more money from replace, either replacing cracked screens or replacing replacement screens that people have got done in their local news agents mm-hmm. than they do yeah. out of selling actual iPhones. This is my first iPhone. I've had, like, other brands before this. And when you break them, they're so much cheaper to fix. Yeah. Now I've got an iPhone, I am terrified of breaking it because you've got to get it all done through Apple. If you get it done somewhere else, it can actually like, break the phone completely. Yeah. If, you use the wrong, if you use the wrong charging cables, you get a notification saying, this is going to break your phone, and it just breaks your phone. It's no! Terrible. Really? Yes. Yeah. I had, I've got an iPad, and I had um, dodgy cables. So, you know, they get, they get frayed at the end of the yeah. app to get the new ones. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not gonna pay, I'm not going to pay £40 for a cable, so you buy them off eBay for, like, £3, and they last you a good few months. Yeah. But then, after a while, they start saying... Uh, this is not registered by Apple. Oh. It could damage your device, and it does drain the battery. I'm convinced. Well, I, 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 I buy, um, I, I get long iPhone charging cables of about three mm. meters because I because I got well, the, well because I've got the I do the periscope here. So if I'm doing periscope for yeah. three hours. You've got to have the phone plugged in, and I've got to have the camera some distance away from the computer, and bloody 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 blah. Mm. Um, but they always after they always. Um, the, the, the connection goes, and so you've got to end up sort of winding the cable round a bit to get a bit of tension in there. Oh, it's all a rip-off. It's all a rip-off. Those three-metre-long cables probably on Apple, licensed or whatever, and it could be doing you all kinds of damage. But it, it, other devices wouldn't do that. Apple have just got a very manipulative way of making you buy their products. I'm, I'm all against it, but I also quite like the phones. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's problematic, isn't it? It's problematic, isn't it? Anyway, what you call in for? Well, maybe we did what you called in for. No, I, I heard you talk about Fifty Shades of Grey, and I felt compelled to phone in. I oh. compel you in the name of Christ. <sighs> that, that's my thoughts. So basically, yes. um, I am a student radio broadcaster. Here we go. Um, in Sunderland, and uh, I used to do a film review show. Yeah. So it started off as a podcast, and we had no real obligation to go and see Fifty Shades at all. We just decided, you know, three of us young lads, Yes. it would be quite funny if we go and review Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. So we saw it on opening night, which yeah. was Valentine's Day. Romantic. Um, it was just, of an entire screen, it was just us three, oh. um, 18-year-old boys, yes. um, who were the only males not with a female in the entire screen. Hey. And it was uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. He, here's my problem um, with, the, with the first Fifty Shades. It's boring. It's just so boring. It goes on for hours and nothing happens. And the sex scenes are boring. 
there's one there's one funny thing in Pittsburgh because you're in one of the sections that will always stay with me, and that's when the camera kind of pans up and um, there's a picture of crashing waves on the back of the room, the back of his bedroom wall. I thought that was quite funny. Yeah, that's a sort of interesting joke. But um, we then moved from doing like a podcast to doing a program on the radio station. And it felt like a real obligation to run Fifty Shades yeah. Dark and the second one. Yeah. And I was just, I actually sort of enjoyed the second one because of just how terribly funny it is. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, they've got such a poor faced expression for the entire time. It's almost entirely, completely, unintentionally hilarious. <sighs> but it was still a traumatic experience. <laughs> we, took, um, we took a 90-year-old man to see it with us. Oh, blame you. Yeah, I know. And um, we got to- it, we got. I got told off for talking too much. And it wasn't me that was talking. It was Dennis, the old boy. <laughs> so it's a, it's, a, it's a kind of film that like should be racy and it should be like you know really erotic and sexy and it should give you like palpitations. But really, it's just it'll send you to sleep. It's just yeah. or, or in my case, fits of laughter. Just how unintentionally hilarious it was. Well, they, oh. here's the thing as well. They did a spoof version of it called Fifty Shades of Black. Yeah. And, yeah. I've, and, it's, and it's like a black comedy, right? in, in terms yeah. of black as in it is black actors. Yeah. And I saw the trailer for it, and I couldn't, under, I couldn't understand how they got away with it. I just didn't... Where you think, you know, because, like, to make a movie, right, mm. even, like, a crappy movie like Fifty Shades of Black... What's that? Five five million dollars? Five million dollars? Yeah, That's conservative. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where, who's, where are they getting five million dollars to make Fifty Shades of Black? The, the thing with like Fifty Shades of Black is like, how do you parody something that's already a parody? Yeah, that's it's the it. same. There's, there's, a, there's a football, uh, one of these football hooligan parody films that parody things like Green Street. Yeah, but those things themselves are already not to be taken seriously, or if they are, then God forbid. But um, yeah, the, the whole city. But look, luckily, this I've since uh, had to step down from doing this program. I do other. I've, I've just done math. I'm a math is great, and it's taking yeah. all my time. And I've got no obligation to see Fifty Shades, whatever the third one's called, and it feels so liberating. Oh. Well, Liam, um, listen, you've you've endured more than um, a, a, any man should have, any human being should have to endure, and um, right. I'm, I'm glad you're out the other side, brother. It feels good. I think there should be support groups. Yeah, there should be. Should there should be. Yeah. Liam, thank you very much for calling. Let's go to Louise. Hey, Louise. Hello. Hello, Louise. Hi. What you got for us? Well, I d- you might not be at all interested in this, but I've been loving your gaming streams. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, for, those uh, who, for those who don't know, let me just say, Louise. I, so yeah, I bought a PlayStation okay. 4, and I've totally copied uh, Limmy's patter, and uh, it turns out you can just flick a few switches, and I can play Overwatch or, or any game, and people can watch it on YouTube. And I've just been doing it, and I can see the comments and stuff. And then today, Limmy, the comedian, who's one of my absolute heroes, he saw me, my tweet, and he went, right, I'm jumping in. And suddenly I'm playing... With Limmy, and he's brilliant, and I'm rubbish, and I'm trying not to fanboy over him, you know, and um, suddenly two hours had gone, and I went, I went, I should really get out of bed. <laughs> yeah, no, I love watching, like, gaming on YouTube. I've watched loads of it, because I am rubbish at video games. Yeah. Just unbelievably bad. Yeah. And I also can't afford any, like, games or consoles, so it's... <sighs> 
It's so just like expensive. a good thing. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Um, Listen, I'm glad. I, I'm, I was glad to bring pre- pleasure to the 55 people that were watching <laughs> me uh, three o'clock this afternoon when I was still in bed. I was still in my pajamas, <laughs> and I was I was playing Overwatch like some kind of yeah. loser. <laughs> I'm glad you're getting pleasure from it, Louise. Yeah. Well, I have a suggestion for a game if you are interested. Yeah, sure. Okay, so it's called Firewatch. Oh yes. And it's Kind of, it's it's really like story based. Yeah. But you play as a guy who goes into, I think it's like Yellowstone National Park. Oh. And volunteers as like a ranger in the uh, Firewatch Towers. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a really good story and it's, it's beautiful, the art. Um, hang on a second. I just hang on a second. would highly recommend. Hang on a second. What we're going to do, we're going to have a little listen to the trailer. Here we go. This this looks like it could be a winner. Hang on, here we go. Fire. What's in this cave down here? NFS tells people not to go too far in there. It's pretty dangerous. You're in it, aren't you? It doesn't seem that dangerous. Whoa, whoa. Oh, no! Henry! Seriously, it's completely fine in here. <sighs> Damn it. That storm knocked out the phone line I used to talk to the service, which means we are cut off. I'll see what I can do. Chop down a- you think you'll take to it? Being out here? The isolation gets to people. I don't talk to the other lookouts as much as I talk to you. Not in the same way. What makes me so special? Nope. Two young women have been reported missing. Here we go. You're probably the last person to have seen them. Hey, you kids! Uh, somebody cut the comms. What? I'm out here, and the wire is cut clean through. Wait, you're already there? It looks a bit dry. Oh. Well, I like it. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. No, all right. Well, I'll I'll, I'll buy it just so that you can watch me play it. What I'll do (laughs) is if the people that make Firewatch want to send me a free copy of Firewatch, I will play it on there. Because here's the thing. You're right. Video games, man. They're like like 45, 50 quid Mm -hmm. for a game. Yeah, it's insane. And if even now, because I used to wait for like and get them second hand, right? But even now, mm-hmm. a second hand game, if it's a good game, is like twenty quid, twenty five yeah, quid. I know. Like, so, so, mm-hmm. so I'm going to start um, um, uh, a GoFundMe, and uh, I'm going to um, uh, people can buy me games, uh, or I get an Amazon <laughs> wish list, and people buy me a game, and I'll mention their name while I'm playing it. That sounds like a fair deal, doesn't it? Yeah, that's that, to be fair. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> Louise, thanks for calling. You're welcome. Cheers with this. Ta-ta. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. The late night lip service for lovers, loners and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. No! Oh, it's 15 minutes of the show. As always... You can watch the show on Periscope. Um, or if you want to go and look at old shows or clips of me playing video games, I don't know why anyone would want to watch that, but I do enjoy watching um, other people play video games. So, um, yeah. Um, then I have my own YouTube channel, which you should go and check out and subscribe to. And um, I think we're on about 3,500 subscribers. If we get to, like, 5,000, I should do something special, but I can't think of what that would be. So let's see. Any suggestions be welcome. But if you go to youtube.com slash rabbit hole, and there's loads of stuff up there. There's new stuff. There's old stuff. There's uh, the radio show. There's all kinds of bits and pieces. So, you know, go there and... um 
Go there and do, do whatever it is you want to do. I don't know. I don't know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Where should we go to? Where should we go to? Let's um, let's see what's in here. Oh, there's a cup of tea. I forgot. I forgot about the cup of tea. Oh, here we go. I knew there was something I wanted to do on the show tonight, and I totally forgot. The world's oldest man dies at 113. Always go and question the world's second oldest man. That's what I say. A retired farmer claiming to be the world's oldest man. So basically what the Daily Mail is saying, we just think, we just think he's lying. A retired farmer claiming to be the world's oldest man has died a month after turning 113, or so he reckoned. Francisco, 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 Nunez Oliveira, right, said to have been 10 when the First World War broke out. It was his fault. Died in southwestern Spain where he had lived all of his life, village mayor Antonio Carmona said. I don't believe this guy. And again, neither does the male listen to this. With a claimed birth date of December the 13th, 1904, relatives credited Mr Oliveira's long life to a diet of vegetables grown on his land, a daily glass of red wine, and a healthy interest in S&M. It's not. I've, 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 I've conflated two stories. Every morning for breakfast, he would have sponge cake made with olive oil and a glass of milk. And until the age of 107, he went out for daily walks by himself. It was because he stopped walking that he died. Did you see? Just six years later, the man was dead. But, but, here we go. Mr Oliveira's name did not appear on a list kept by the Gerontology Research Group, which validates ages of the world's oldest people. The US-based group lists Japan's 112-year-old Masazu Nonaka, born on July the 25th, 1905, as the world's oldest man. El Mundo, newspaper, said most of Bienvenida's public archives were destroyed during the Spanish Civil War. I'm suspicious of this guy. I don't think... I don't think this guy is for real. I think this is bullshine. Um... There's a story, right, and it's a really heavy story. Can we do a heavy story at the end of the show? I think we can. Um, mm, mm, mm. Oh, I don't know. It, oh, man, it's the saddest. Can I? Uh, it's the saddest story, right? And it, you, you, we're going to end the show on an absolute downer. Do I want to end the show on a downer? Yeah, I, I'm going. It's a really grim story, right? It's really sad. So, um, if you want to go and make a cup of Horlicks before Paul Ross comes on at one o'clock, then go and make a cup of Horlicks. I just saw this. I just thought, oh my god, 
This is the, the saddest story, right? So I'm just going to read it. Um, oh, it's going to make me cry as well. I don't want to cry. Okay. Two young girls were found cuddling their dead father in bed after spending almost 24 hours with the body. Oh, God. These, and there's two the beautiful little girls. Look. Pearl Dakin, four... And two-year-old sister Iris oh, man alive. <clears throat> Paul Dakin Four and two-year-old sister Iris tried putting indigestion pills in Dad's Chris Dad Chris's mouth to make him better. Isn't it? They were found by a relative at 8pm with the body of 40... It's the saddest story. With the body of 47-year-old Mr Dakin, who died of heart failure in his sleep the night before. Um, the girls are said to be traumatised and may need long-term counselling. The mother Helen has criticised school bosses who did not phone her to check when one of the girls failed to turn up for class. The tragedy happened in October 2016. While Mrs Dakin, an education technology consultant was away from the family's home in Halifax for a work trip in London. She became worried when her husband, a devoted stay-at-home father who posted daily photos of his daughters on a blog, did not answer the phone. When she rang in the morning, she thought he was busy with the school run, then later that he might have lost his handset as there was no answer. When the grandmother, the children's grandmother drove round to check, she found the windows dark and the milk still outside. Unable to open the door, because Mr Dakin left the keys in the other side, she called the police who broke down the door. Mrs Dakin, a former teacher in her 40s, said, I got on the train and at 8pm I got a phone call to say my husband had died but that the children were OK. The police had broken in and the children were found in bed with him. Oh, God. He was cold, the children said, and they told me they were putting tablets in his mouth to make him better. They talked openly that they couldn't move him and Daddy's eyes were shut and his mouth was open. I think Pearl knew before. They spent the whole day upstairs. They didn't come down at all. They were hungry. They played with all my shoes and makeup, but they didn't venture further in the house. Isn't that the saddest thing? Oh, man. I don't know why I felt the need to read that. I just saw it earlier on and it just... Um, it just hit me as absolutely... Um, heartbreaking. Oh man, that was that was. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You've got six minutes if you want to give me a call. You're more than welcome to. Paul Ross will be on uh, as he is every uh, night Monday. Well, I, I, get, I always get confused. So it'd be like Sunday night, but it's Monday morning. You know what I mean? Through to. Th- Thursday night, Friday morning, I think, one till five. And then we can't do lock-ins. We can't do lock-ins on Fridays because there's someone is doing a show from one o'clock Friday night, Saturday morning. But we don't know who. Um, we, uh, we, we have no idea who it is. 
Um, so start your rumour engines now, guys. Start playing the guessing game. Who's it going to be? Uh, but it means that it means that for the meantime, for the for the for the now, um, lock-ins have uh, have ended. Sorry, guys, but you never know. You never know. It might they might come back at some point. These, these things could still happen. So um, we live in uh, we live in hope. Um, let me try and find an uplifting story. Can I find an uplifting story? Here we go. Britain's best walks. That's uplifting. Britain's best walks. You've got to love a good walk. More than 200 years ago, um, it's mesmerising natural beauty inspired William Wordsworth to create his most famous uh, verses. And today it seems the Lake District, where the poet gazed on the daffodils fluttering and dancing beside Oldswater, remains just as compelling. With its picturesque mountains and stunning lakes, it dominates a list of our favourite walks. It takes five of the top ten spots, including number one in the shape of England's third highest mountain, Helvellyn. So here we go, guys. This is the top 20 um, of... Uh, well, let's not do all of them. I don't, I've never heard of, of, of any of these. The Lizard Peninsula in Cornwall. Sam's nodding. Stop, stop bum-licking Cornwall for crying out loud. They want independence from us. Old Harry's Rocks in Dorset. You know that one? Number 18. Hang on a second. Hello, caller. Hi. Um, my favourite walk is the Ken Hom um, Deluxe. Um, it makes it the best stir-fry going. Thanks very much indeed, caller. Ken Hom's walks are getting a lot of mentions on the show recently. As they should. Um, do you remember a programme called The Chinese Detective? Do you remember that? And I think the gimmick was he was a detective. And I think, if I've got this right, he was also Chinese. Um, number 17, it's Whitby to Robin Hood's Bay in North Yorkshire. Number 15 is Ben Nevis in Scotland. Yes! Ben Nevis! Um... I mean, uh, cat bells in the Lake District. No, it's just places, just places. And if you don't know, if you don't know them, it's pointless. Is reading out places. What are you thinking, man? What were you thinking? For goodness, why did why did, why did, why did you think reading out places would make compelling radio? Are you nuts? The breakdown is complete. Reading out places. Absolute idiot. Um, I think we're done here. I think my work here is done. Um, yeah, I think I think that's it. Really, I've not got anything else. We've got two minutes, twenty seconds or so. But um, I think we're done. I don't think we're gonna not gonna squeeze any more juice out of um, this tea bag. I think the the tea bag. Is uh, the tea bag is dry? So we sit and uh, we wait, and we round the show off in uh, the way that we started the show. 
and that we uh, we have a little bit of silence. And um, if you want, you can send out positive vibes, man, to anybody that you fancy sending positive vibes to. You can send them to Alan's mum again if you want. You can send them to your mum. You can send them to whoever. Just send, just, just enjoy. We're going to have about a minute of silence at the end. Well, I kind of, you'll hear me packing up and stuff. And then there'll be noisy adverts, and then the news, and then Paul Ross. Um, but when do we get to have? Um, when do we get to have silence? We don't get to have silence in our lives very often. Everything's so noisy and stuff. So I'm going to shut up. You're going to hear me pottering around, but this time is for you. <laughs> 